podcast with Mo. What up? Uh, welcome to a podcast with Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 28. I'm going to try to go fast so we can get this whole podcast in in under two hours. On this episode, we have Snappy and Dom. We talk about R. Kelly's stuff, self-aware comedy, um, meme sharing, bigs and littles, school stuff, Snappy job thoughts, Conan Without Borders, tidying up with Marie Kondo, Mary Poppins, the breakthrough trailer, how to win a hat. Oh yeah, y'all can win a hat on this episode, so fucking pay attention to that shit. Uh, music stuff, talk about some drugs, the Dallas Cowboys, Snappy's family structure, uh, you get to figure out what the secret word is to figure out the hat. Also super important. Patreon, Flame in the Wood, Flame in the Flood, uh, NBA Talk like the OKC Thunder, and then we do a top five favorite PS3, Xbox 360, Wii video game. Um, so thanks for listening. What up? And we are joined by Snappy. Hello, hello. All right, man. Anything crazy happened? It feels like it's been a while since we recorded, but I know it, <coughs> I don't think, has been any longer than normal. It's only been a week. I know. I don't know why. I think because I got everything uploaded. I got two episodes uploaded one week ago. Right. Like the night we recorded, and I haven't even fucked with podcast shit at all in exactly a week. So that's why it feels longer than normal for me, I think. Yeah, I don't know. I'm back on a full schedule, so I'm just kind of working and sleeping. Yeah, man, I've been going to bed so fucking early. My wife's like just been making fun of me because like every night I'm like my eyelids are just so heavy. And she looks at me like, are you seriously going to sleep? I'm fucking got three more chapters to read. And I'm like, yeah, I can't do it. Fucking nine o'clock and I'm about out these days. And then it's a fucking cycle because then what happens? You wake up early and you wake up early and you want to go to bed early and you just it just fucking happens. You're getting old. It's exactly what's happening. It's bullshit. Um, I really want to watch this fucking R. Kelly business. Have you heard about this R. Kelly story? I've seen R. Kelly, but I don't know what the story is. Okay, so I've heard about this probably a year or two ago. I originally read the story, and then I guess there's now a documentary series on the Lifetime Network. So now people have watched it, and people are freaking out. He has, like, all these teenage girl sex slaves. And, again, this is all vaguely me from what I remember from a year or two ago when I read this story. I haven't watched the show yet. Um, And he basically lures these young girls to come be his, like, roadies, groupies, whatever. And they live in these houses, and they have to stay in the room. And it's, like, a weird sex cult slash you get to be one of R. Kelly's wives scenario. And it's gained some traction, like I said. I mean, I read about it a while ago. And now there's a story or this uh, series. I'm going to try to figure out a way to watch it this week. I feel like I could probably have a, get on a Lifetime app or something. Uh, sounds crazy. I mean, people are like, you need to pull off his music from everything. Fuck him. He's sounds the worst like he human being. to be arrested if they're underage. Right. And a lot of people, and that's the thing. I think his attorneys have come out and said that there's no evidence against him. This is all, you know, map. To me, it's going to, it's probably... Man, I don't want to say this because I haven't really watched it. But if I had to guess right now, it's going to be a no evidence scenario. He's going to get away with it, but everyone's going to know he did it like OJ. Right? Like everyone knew OJ did it, but okay, he was innocent. <laughs> and I feel like this might be what R. Kelly's scenario turns into. I need a, John, I need a Johnny Cochran on retention. Yeah. I don't, is he still alive? No. No. <laughs> I didn't know what a, didn't know that answer. 
Um, so anyway, and if I had to be real honest, I don't like classic R. Kelly songs. Ignition Remix, dope. I'll have to admit that. Trapped in the Closet was also awesome when he had that whole series. Be about his thing. And then, um, Trapped in the Closet. Yeah, Trapped in the Closet. Maybe that's where it all came from. But as far as like his old I Believe I Can Fly and that shit, that was never my favorite thing. That was my least favorite song on Man, the Space Jam soundtrack. that was popular because it was Space Jam, on Space Jam. Right. But my least favorite song on that soundtrack. I would way pref- My favorite song on the soundtrack was Basketball Jones, in which I still sing all the time. And Kubi's like, that's the stupidest fucking song I've ever heard in my life. And I'm like, yeah, I don't even know what the point is of this song. So anyway, Google that shit. Um, you got anything to bring up this week, man? And nothing real important. I got. It. I don't know. Let me look here. Well, oh, you was talking about bagels last episode. Yeah. <laughs> Funny story. The first time I ever had a bagel, I was with my first wife, and there were some bagels in there, and I was like, "What the fuck do you do with those?" And I like, put cream cheese on it. So me, I didn't even fucking toast the motherfucker. It was the most disgusting thing I'd ever eaten. Right. But I love bagels now that I don't. You know, no right. toast was just like. I didn't grow up with bagels. I've never seen a bagel. I didn't know what to do with it. I agree. I did not grow up with bagels either. It wasn't until I got to college that I probably knew anyone. Well, I feel like Rusty ate bagels when I was younger. Like I would see him, and I just didn't like whatever flavor cream cheese they would have. They'd have like some strawberry or some shit, and I'd be like, I don't know about all this. And I never ate it. But then when I got to college, I had friends that liked bagels, and then I bought the fucking – I don't know, it's like honey nut pecan or some shit flavor. Some delicious ass yeah. fucking cream cheese. And it is awesome. And my wife loves bagels, so it definitely is a thing that happens around here a lot now. But yeah, growing up, it's just not, we ate biscuits. I, I didn't know what a bagel was. Right. Now, I cannot agree with fucking Curtis's bullshit fucking English muffin. Powell loves English muffins, too. and I, I can't get them. on the English muffin, man. They're all like thick and... Ugh. I know, it's something cardboardy about it. I'm just not a fan. Uh... So I was thinking, I think I've decided what I like about comedy or what comedies I like, like what makes some things that are like my style. I was listening to Bill Simmons podcast this week and he had Adam McKay who directed like Step Brothers and shit like that. You know, he's like a Will Ferrell's comedy partner or whatever. Uh, and he was talking about how like they got away with a lot of stuff they were doing because they were self-aware. And so if, with them being self-aware, you know, they could you can make the person bad, quote unquote, right? kind of like the office. I love the office because Michael Scott can be racist, but then you're making fun of like he's bad, right? Like so if he's racist and he makes fun of an Asian person by doing squinty eyes, you can laugh at that joke and then it's going to turn around and say, hey, he's bad for that. And you're like, OK, I agree. And sure. so it's like it's self-aware. So you get both sides of it. You get like the upfront humor and the behind the scenes. It's like, uh, you're going to laugh, but you probably shouldn't. Right. And so, and I think all the Will Ferrell movies did that pretty well too. Like Ricky Bobby says horrible things in Talladega Nights, but you laugh at it. Cause you're like, but he's an idiot, you know? So like, you're okay to laugh at that. I got you. And so I feel like that's the sort of humor I enjoy. Whereas kind of like trailer park boys is very much the same way. Like they're idiots. So therefore if they say something horrible, you can laugh at them. Because they don't know any better. People just consider them white trash, so... Right. Laugh at them all you want. Laugh with them, laugh at them. I mean, Trailer Park Boys is fucking great. If you haven't ever watched it, I don't know if you have. I think you would personally love it. I don't think i watched it. I would say start with, like, season three. First two seasons are tough. Uh, they're, like, on the show on a handy cam, but... 
Um, I do think you would like I it a lot. I used to watch that dude that uh, always went around trying to correct his mistakes, fucking about karma and shit. My name is Earl. Yep. Yeah, my name is Earl. I will say straight up stole Trailer Park Boys thing. Oh. Like, their humor. Not They had that whole, like, he has a list he's going to complete. That was their thing. But as far as that humor and being Trailer Parkish people... They kind of stole all of that from Trailer. the office stole the whole docu series thing from Trailer Park Boys. Trailer Park Boys was the first like comedy that was fake, but they made it look real, right? Like they interview people on the side about what just happened. I but thought it was- you said previously the office was the first one to do that. They had like the side. I would have swore you told me that. I might have said it like popularized it, but oh. Trailer Park Boys was really the first one. Okay. I think it came out first. Um, but anyway, I love all that shit, so I just bring it up right Yeah, I have a tough time with The Office. My kids like it, but I have a tough time with it. Yeah, I'm a, I don't know. I just You're not going to win me over on that one? I, I did believe. I did uh, leave The Office like Addicts Facebook page group I was a member of for a while because they had really funny memes, but I got tired of everyone. And maybe if people are on these pages online, they'll know it's like, you know, what is blah, bitty, blah, but wrong answers only. And then people like, they answer the correct answer. Right, but no, just the fact that the people are asking, like, put give the wrong answer. I don't get that. Like, I don't get the whole, let me ask a question, and then you give me the wrong answer. And I see pe- that, but I don't ever comment on something I don't like either, that. but I just, I've spent a lot of time being like, what's the point of that? And then also people be like, I just broke up with my boyfriend. Share your memes with me. And I'm like, just watch the fucking memes people put. What? Fucking weirdo. So I left that shit. I'm also really debating leaving Facebook, but I share a lot of good memes. And so I'll, I don't want to leave for that. quite a few podcasts, like, so I don't think you should. But I, I wish I there was a way to delete my personal one and keep the podcast. Uh, I just Facebook's a horrible, evil corporation of people, you know. I ain't been sharing as much political shit, right. I don't think. But I'm going to just keep sharing the funny shit because that's what I do. I mean, if it makes me giggle, I'm probably going to share it. Even right or wrong, if it makes me fucking laugh somehow, I'm probably going to share it. That's how I am. Now, that's actually perfect for the next thing on my list. I shared a meme this week that I want to say got one like. It was, in my opinion, when I shared it, it was like a whole thing. I thought it was very vulgar compared to a lot of the ones I share uh, because it had the word pussy in it. And, you know, that's a a hard word, right? Just right there getting pussy in front of you on Facebook. But... It was so good. I laughed my ass off, and I was like, I have to share this. But I debated it for a while because the word pussy was in it. And it was a picture of Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson from Wedding Crashers when they're eating ice cream. And Vince Vaughn has, like, the ice cream shoved in his mouth, right? Like, he's fucking into it. And Owen Wilson's, like, barely got his tongue out, (laughs) kind of licking it. Yeah. And it said, eating pussy because you love it versus eating pussy because she asked you to. I did see that one. Fuck, I thought it was the perfect fucking... I was like, this meme's so fucking good. And one person liked it. So all I'm saying is you uh, never know what's going to perform well. you shared well. it from a podcast or your personal? The podcast. Well, the only way I get podcasts is like so-and-so liked your post. I don't get a podcast has a new post. You know what really? I mean? No, but like if someone likes that post, then I go look at it. Interesting. But I, but I don't get the... I'm not been getting the podcast like when you first post it. Right. I always get when someone likes it. Hmm. It is interesting. I have to figure out what, why. But I love the pussy meme. I'm just saying. I thought it was really I fucking good. I seen that one, but I don't know if it was yours or not. Yeah, maybe it wasn't. Maybe you saw it somewhere else. Uh, I thought it was funny, but I didn't share it because I figured I want to be butthurt. 
<laughs> right. I mean, that was my thought too. It was like, oh, uh, people are going to be weird about this. And then I want to say the one person locked it was a female of like, fuck yeah. And so I know, dude, I just like thought the dudes that were proud would be like, yeah, she was like, yeah. oh, and ain't doing that shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. It was just, it was all, all bummer there. Um, I have a random question since we talk about our fraternity every once in a while, um, which are like the pox. So anyone's fucking curious. Uh, do you have any relations with your bigs or littles? And like, who is your big and who are your little or littles or whatever? My big was a uh, dunk from uh, white chocolate. We, I'm familiar with, we, t- we talk a little bit on Facebook, but I don't hang out with any of them. I heard about him a lot when I was going through, but I don't know if I've met him. He, he was crazy. He was just had this outgoing personality. Everyone seemed to love him. You know? Right. And, uh, I had some littles, but I don't think any of them ever made it through. Yeah. Yeah, I, right. I had Aaron Mabe and Kyle Bohannon, but I was only Kyle at, Bohannon from he's from Marlowe. Yes, I know him. He's the wrestling coach at Ada. I know. I talk to him all the time. I yeah, ask him about Snappy until he, he probably don't even. I hasn't connected yeah, the dots. I, I'm probably. his big, but I think he quit a little before. Right. Um. All mine. I'll start with because since you started that story, I had a little named Red. He was kind of like he was a big old tall fucking red haired guy, and he would played football. And he quit two weeks before being initiated. He claimed he had an emergency at home, said he had to drive home, and then he just stayed at locked down in his dorm for a week because he was scared of I week. And it's like nothing. It was weird. So we were like, okay, then don't fucking join. Hell, there was more hazing shit before I week, in my opinion. Now, by the time I went through, they pushed it all up to like one week of craziness. Like all uh, a lot they, of the they, crazy stuff we did, we saved. They tried, but you know, I was the five day of work week guy. Right. Yeah, I feel you. Um, and then my littles are KV, who we had on the old podcast. I need to get him on here sometime. He's supposed to be fighting or not. Yeah, he might be fighting or not. There's some guys trying to pull there. out. Right. Never try to pull out. Yeah. Um, me and KV are cool. We were a little closer back there. I don't really talk to KV much now. Like, I feel kind of bad about it. But then again, I probably shouldn't have been as big. I don't know. They just, like, kind of gained. I mean, we were close, but not that close or whatever. Whereas in Skinny, I see all the time now. And I hung out with him when he was pledging. So, like, he was my little. um, But I got KV a paddle, and I never got Skinny a paddle. So I felt bad about that. Like, fuck, I should still How do you not get your little a paddle? Um, because he didn't come, he wasn't enrolled in school the next semester. I'm like, well, dude, if you can't even get in school the next semester. I'm oh, like, no, we had it the day they initiated, man. No, we, by the time I came we paddled through, them with it. No, we paddle people with the stinger so you could actually fill it. You can't paddle people with that. I pointed at my huge ass fucking, pa- you could be, I'd be like fucking lead better or someone huge. Oh, we can paddle with those. I, I mean, can paddle, I, I, I can paddle with those. I can't paddle well, and I would much rather use a smaller one. It would hurt a lot more. Uh, I've used a smaller one, and I broke it over Dane Teller. I remember uh, Pow Wow put a K in uh, Anthony Logan's ass, and it was pretty funny. Um, anyway, yeah, I was known, we're getting off I, subject here. I was known as one of the top paddlers. Um, so anyway, Skinny, I see all the time. He's like my, you know, he is a little and all that, but he's older than me, I think. And then KB, I still see every once in a while. Both black dudes. So then by the time I got KV, I was like, well, every little I have is going to be black. And then so skinny was too. And I feel like it's kind of racist. But then again, we're in white, our family was white chocolate. You said you were as well. And I just felt like it made more sense that black people would be in white chocolate. That's, I mean, is that weird? <laughs> no. 
I mean, I communicate with Dunk a little bit, but I haven't seen my littles in years. Yeah, and my big was, and maybe this is why, because my big originally was a black dude named Johnny, um, and he moved right, like, middle of the semester I was pledging, so then he wasn't my big anymore. Me and him were really close, and then my big after that was this dude, LB, who I haven't talked to five years, maybe. Like, I mean, we just don't talk or hang well, out it's or like whatever. like all them are fucking alcoholics, but I got frowned upon because I smoke pot. Fucking hypocrites. So? Um... So anyway, I was just curious because I didn't know who I didn't know which family you were in. I know you're in white chocolate, so yeah. that's cool. Hey, what's the point in memorizing in school? Um, there's a couple points, I guess. Well, I'd like to hear your take on it. I depends on what it is, but some things I think are worth memorizing. Well, I think things were worth memorizing when we were kids because you didn't carry around an encyclopedia in your pocket the size of our phone. Um, But nowadays I think it would be doing a disservice to kids to let them become so self-reliant on phones and technology that they can't do anything without it. So when people are like, well, kids can just use calculators for math problems. I still think a kid should know this fucking times tables. I don't think, so I do think there's times you should just know shit. I'm talking about like memorizing speeches and shit like that. I never knew why you had to memorize a speech when we were in school or poetry. or The whole purpose of school is to be getting them ready for the real world. Maybe. Educating them, right? Okay. Educating them and getting ready for the real world. Have you ever had a job where you have a reference reference manual in case you forgot something? Uh, I've never had a job where I haven't had a reference manual. Yeah, but I'm not every job in the world either. But there's plenty of jobs. I'm sure you need to have stuff memorized. I mean, well, the type of person I'm sure. I mean, things. the more you do it, of course, you're going to be like, yeah, I know how to do this. I mean, so honestly, you look. when you said memorize, the first thing that came to my mind is, well, when the kids are good at memorizing, then those kids are picked out by FFA and FCCL and other extracurriculars to compete in the contest when they're in high school and they go win a fuckload of scholarships for being good at memorizing speeches. That's why you do it. But me personally, I was never good at memorizing speeches or any of that shit or memorizing poetry. But I wish I was better. I don't know. It just wasn't my thing, but I'm good at problems. Because solving. it's like when I was a case manager, if I forgot something, well, okay, page 34. Okay, this is how you do it. But if you could have memorized it and didn't have to look it up, you would have been more efficient and a better worker. Well, eventually, I mean, rep- that's where repetition comes in. Well, yeah, I mean, but maybe you wouldn't have been able to if you didn't get the practice in school by teachers making you do that. I just don't think it's smart to be like, all right, kids, you never have to do this because someday you'll figure it out because kids are fucking stupid and you got to force them to do stupid shit. I don't know. I think the first two years of high school should be like English and math. And then the last two years should be like a fucking internship at fucking places they want to work. Um, I think, yeah, maybe. I mean, there's no be, point in doing education. We'd in have high to redo a whole education system, and I'm not saying I'm against it because other countries do this. Um, I think there should probably be some test somewhere where if your kid's stupid, they should quit going to school and they should just go in the workforce. And that seems super mean, but there's got to be something because what's the point in doing all these classes in school? Fucking these teachers that think they're fucking awesome, stressing these kids out. And then you got to go to college and fucking do it again. See, so you're too way too on the teacher. I'm never going to get on board on your argument because you're acting like teachers are like evil and shit. And I'll say, in majority are pretty cool and good and have good intentions. Um, I mean, I'm I'm a teacher. I mean, I don't teach, but I got my teaching degree. Right, but I don't think any teacher's trying to stress any kid out. To be honest with everyone, like I've never from like where I work, I don't come across any teachers that are trying to make a stress. Well, that's all. Most of them aren't. There's some that are crazy, and they snap because the kids snapped them. That's what I think. That's my new theory. I just don't understand the point in doing that and then doing the same subjects again in college 
And then, okay. I'm but not- even our college system is fucked like that. In college, you have to take gen ed courses, and it makes no sense. That's what I'm saying. I mean, it's pointless. At some point, they actually need to be doing something for their work. But, again, so to me, getting ready for the real world, doing something to get them ready for work, and then education aren't all the same thing. Like, there are votechs that do those things. There are certain careers like uh, if you become a teacher like you did, college did actually kind of prepare you for your career if you would have went into it because they would have taught you how to teach, make a lesson plan. And the gen ed stuff actually comes in handy. Like I know my wife has classes that aren't in her subject area. Mm-hmm. And so like some careers do have a built in shit. Other people's careers just don't have a built in. Here's how you get educated for it. Like it's just not an option. I don't know. You have to like luck into a lot of fucking jobs. Like, even, like, me and you now. Like, it's just whatever we can fucking get or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I kind of lost motivation right around, I don't know, early 30s. Just kind of, I'll just go to work somewhere. Because, I, man, I'd been at Mazio's, and I was the number one store in the company. I'd been the best for so long. I was just like, fuck it. Yeah. I'm fucking tired of it. It's strange to me you don't work in that field. Teaching? No, no. Uh, and managing managing a restaurant because you did so well and then you quit and you're just like ah oh, fuck it i'll do this something completely different but yet you clearly think highly back on your time of doing it and it's like we'll just go try to do that shit again well at the same time i mean my family life is way better i went through fucking divorce and hell right and i get more time at home i i wouldn't change that right i mean and being a restaurant manager you have to put yourself on a schedule for 55 hours a week and then on your days off, your phone never stops ringing. Yeah, fuck that. It's fucking awful, dude. And then you got to deal with these fucking kids these days. Oh, shit. Yeah, I love the fact my job ends when I leave for the most part. Right. It pretty much doesn't go further than that. All right. I watched a lot of shit this week. All right. So I'm going to get into all that. Um, I love Cohen O'Brien. I bring him up all the fucking time. On Netflix, they have added... I will say it is the best thing he's ever done. Like, he has this side thing with his show on TBS called Conan Without Borders, where he goes to another country and he's just a crazy, dumb American, you know, fucking six foot four, red haired weirdo in their country. And it is hilarious. Like, it's easily the best thing he does. So, I would just highly recommend people to watch the first couple episodes of that. If you don't like that, then I guess you just don't like Conan. But it is like quintessential to me. Like, Conan was funny back in the day, but. I just hadn't been watching shit this week, man. Right. I would definitely recommend it. Like, first when he goes to Cuba, it was, like, right after they opened relations with Cuba, you know, and he went down there. Um, and then one, he goes to Korea, goes to Jerusalem. Oh, he just goes to all these countries. And it, it's just fucking funny as shit because he's so – he's like, he went to Harvard, so he's smart, but he's really good at playing dumb. So, I don't know. It's just funny as shit. Um, also, watch a show that's fucking taken over the world right after we recorded last week called Tidying Up with M- – Marie Kondo. It's on Netflix. I hadn't heard of it. Marie Kondo is this Japanese woman. Um, the Tidying Up show, it's kind of like Hoarders mixed with Super Nanny, but not really Super Nanny-ish in any way of like kid-related. But she goes to someone's house, and then she uses her like method of this Japanese decluttering techniques, and then she shows you how to organize your house and throw shit away and get rid of shit. And it's a mesmerizing show. Even though she can barely speak English, you just watch it, and you're like, oh, this is all right. Can it's I just send in the her to my mom's? Yeah, you should. You should have your mom do it. Watch it for sure because it'll help her. The second episode is probably like the level of your mom that you've described. Maybe your mom is worse. Um, but the first couple is like a normal couple that just has a little extra shit. The second episode's like more of the hoarder level. Um, 
we watched like the first five episodes, but afterwards, so beware, my wife was like, our house looks filthy, I have to clean. So it's like, if you watch it, it's going to make people who like to have a clean house. Oh, no, man. My wife's kind of a nut. Okay, before Christmas, she went through the boys' room and took out all the, the old toys they don't play with. Right. And we have like bags of shit. That's good. That's and what she this does, shit She is. does it every year. She's like, new shit comes in, shit you don't play with or hadn't touched, goes out. So you got to do it. I agree. My wife's anal. She likes anal? No, no. <laughs> you better cut that. I'm going to get in trouble. Fuck no. Um, Not even a tip. You got to try though. Every once in a while. <laughs> like, uh, also, I went and watched fucking Mary Poppins. Full disclosure, I don't like the original Mary Poppins. I think it's fucking stupid. Be real honest. Before I went and watched the new Mary Poppins, I couldn't tell you what I didn't like about the old one, but now I can because I dislike the same thing about the new one. And it's that... It doesn't have any rules. It's all magic and fantasy, and it's like, we're just pretending and imagining. And I'm like, well, that's all stupid. How'd you all fit in the bathtub? And then it's like, but it's imagination. This is like what my wife would say. And I'm like, right. But then theoretically, four people were sitting in a bathtub imagining being in an underwater world. And then that's like where it's just like, are these kids on acid? Because like I was a kid. We didn't have imaginations like that. Like. I don't know. I just didn't fucking like it. I hate it. It was way too long. I fell asleep like three times. Kubi kept waking me up because I was snoring, and I was like, just let me sleep. This I don't week. even know if I watched the first one. Oh, man. I'm just, I've decided Mary Poppins, I'm just not a fan of. Not my thing at all. I think I've just seen the previews and was like, it's not my thing. Right. And I thought it was, maybe it was just too old when I was a kid to watch that one, but fuck, the new one even is like, oh, my God. Is it like a musical? Yeah. They sing songs. I can't do music. I don't, I don't like musicals. Well, in, Here's the thing. So, like, uh, Lynn Miranda, fuck whatever his name is, the dude who made Hamilton, if anyone out there knows, you know the I'm talking oh about. Oh, my God. Um, for the fucking Hamilton fuckers. I just don't know his real name. I can't remember it. Um, but he raps right in this Hamilton shit, and so he raps in this thing because it's, like, his little thing. And I was like, it's not even, it's so fucking, like, try hard, this fucking rap. I fucking didn't even like the rapping in the musical. It's kind of the kids that like Hamilton think they're history experts. Oh, is that, like, a thing? It is. It's the, like they know every they know Hamilton. everything about what Hamilton and who was good and who was bad back in the seventeen hundred. Come on, man! Right, all that for music. Get the fuck out of here. Well, that's why it's such a great musical. It won all those Tonys. That's the color. Yeah, that's why I don't awards. have the same actors still. Well, yeah, that, none of them do. They always go there. But anyway, so Mary Poppins total failure. I did it because it was my wife's birthday, and I'm a good person. Um, so I'm just gonna get that out there. There was a trailer for a movie before Mary Poppins called Breakthrough that was like the biggest like Christian propaganda film. Oh, no. And a lot of people are going to go watch it, especially in this area. And I just want to give my two cents, even though I know this is risky and people probably are going to turn off the podcast because fuck me and my thoughts on this. But anyway, it had the the big chick from This Is Us. Anyone's watched that show, you'll know, know which one I'm talking about. And her like... It's based on a true story is what it says, right? So like, this is true. I hate when they fucking base shit on true stories because it's like they change all kinds of shit. But anyway, something happens to like her son and he's like in a coma and they're like, we're going to pull the plug. And she's like, no, I'm going to pray to God about it. And because she prayed hard enough, her son lived. And then everyone's like, yeah, fucking God, God saved the day. But my mind goes, then you say every kid who dies, it's because you didn't pray hard enough. And I don't think that's a good message. I mean, message. if it was about prayer, you could have unplugged him. Yeah. Could have unplugged him and prayed. Very good. 
I have a, uh, a friend who lives around, a neighbor actually, and he always is told, like, he, he lost a kid, right, when they were young to cancer or whatever. And I just imagine if he saw that trailer, he would fucking lose it. Yeah. Because he, I just know that would hit him really hard, right? And so I just, the whole time watching that trailer, I was like, do they not get that part of it or does it just not matter? And so, like, you know, if you watch that movie and you're like, fuck yeah, prayer, power of prayer. And so then your kid gets in an accident and then you pray hard and then it doesn't change anything. Speaking of religion, dude sent me one of them fucking religious chain letters the other day. I fucking had to fucking, I was like, hey, dude, we're cool, but I don't do this fucking uh, chain mail religious shit. Dude, I haven't got a chain mail forever. He was, like, oh, was, he was like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Well, like, I don't know. I didn't. It's <laughs> oh, just, I, I guess my grandma sent me one of like, send this to 11 people you love. And send it back to who said I got it a bunch on New Year's that said if it stops here, but clearly it stopped every time it got to me. Yeah, you're the one. <laughs> I mean, but it kept popping up, so apparently they mass sent it, you know? Right. Um, all right. Thought we'd be further in here, but there's one big thing we need to figure out. All right. We have a hat scenario. All right. So what happened was you bought three hats. They yep. have our logo for a podcast with Mo. Now, you have one that's gray- and lime green. We have shared a picture on our Facebook page, a podcast with Mo. If everyone should follow that shit. And our Twitter, just so people know, is at podcast underscore Mo. I don't know if people care about that shit. Um, so anyway, the idea originally was some sort of like drawing to go with like people that are patrons to get people on Patreon to give us money. I just don't think people are going to log into that. I don't either. I don't think people are going to do it. So, my new thought is what about I give a secret word in every episode until whatever date. And then if someone shares the podcast with the secret word, I will like try to take note, mark them down that they have one chance to win, collect some shit like that. Right. That could be fun. Um, but my new thought is not to win the hat like you have, but maybe to win the hat you got me. Because honestly, I'm not a snapback fan necessarily, and I know you were just trying, but we could use that one, and then we could sell. It was the closest thing to something you would like because it had the flatter bill. Right. And they just didn't have – I wasn't getting your big-ass head of flex fit. I understand, and I wouldn't have wanted a flex fit, so I'm fine with it. Um. So anyway, this hat is like – it's got a trucker hat back. It's white. I'll try to post a picture somewhere. Um. It's dark green. I believe, and has a black bill. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we could do that one for the giveaway. My dad just really wants the one like you have. Okay. So we're going to sell it to him. And then my next thought is I think we should just take orders for hats like yours. If anyone would like to buy a podcast with Mo Trucker hat, I would want to direct them to get a hold of you, figure it out with you. So if you're down I mean, with if plan, I get a big enough order, I'll order them because it's cheaper that way. Right. Because you have to pay to upload the logo. Right. I'm hoping I don't have to do it twice, but... I might. Right. I feel you. Um, well, we like 20 bucks, something like that, figured out. I don't yeah. Know. If anyone's interested in uh, buying a hat, I mean, definitely reach out to Eric Mosier or Snappy. I don't know where you're on Facebook. So I guess you're on Facebook. You can always email the podcast at a podcast with Mo and I'll forward you on to, uh, to him or whatever. And anyway, I think like my dad, I know just he saw it and he's like, that's a sharp hat. I, I know like it's a, it's more of a country style hat. It's a, yeah, it's actually called a trucker hat. Right. So I mean, for the urbanist people, we'd have to go to a different site. I understand because some people and, just like different style hats. Right, and that's and that's so that's the thing. I think for right now, 
Uh, I want to stick with the trucker hat because they're cheaper. But right now, I'm just trying to play around and put stuff together and see if any we have any interest. If we got enough interest, then I'll do it. Right. So anyway, everyone reach out to rather Snappy on Facebook or the podcast, and I'll get you and point in the right direction. Again, it's a podcast with Mo at gmail.com. And then for now, we're going to keep the trucker hats. Uh, in the future, uh, you know, we might try to go more expensive hats or whatever, and we'll we'll see what happens. But um, anyway, I think that's our plan. So I think this would be a good place to probably give out a secret word. So I oh, was well, also have to figure out a date. So what day is it today we're recording? Like? Give it a month. I'll say more. I would say we're going to give until March 1st is when okay. I'm going to do the date. Or I'm going to do the drawing on March 1st. All right, cool. And so how this is going to work is I have this notepad here. And every time I see someone share the secret word with the episode link and suggesting people check us out, um, I'll write your name on this notebook. At the end, number them all. Put numbers in a hat. Yeah, we'll draw, draw it out of the hat you Out win. of the hat. And then uh, – we might even fucking try to video it, you know, just really go all out on this one. Uh, we'll and then, even sign it if you want. And we'll figure out a way to mail it to you if uh, you're not fucking here. I'll even pay. I'll just pay to fucking mail it, whoever it fucking is. Hell Unless yeah. you're in fucking Antarctica or some shit that's so fucking expensive that it's just not worth it. Um, and then also, shipping and handling might be a thing for uh, fucking ordering a hat with Snappy and shit. But we'll get there when we get there. So, need a cool, cool one. So, that's going to give what, like... I don't know, it's probably like, what, seven fucking episodes until something like that, six episodes until this drawing. So that'll give everyone, like, six chances. But we need a cool fucking word, and I haven't even thought of a word yet. So, Well, if we don't have enough people that want the hat, then I'll do a mass order and order some different colors, and then I'll, be, I'll just have them for sale for 20 bucks. And right. That's actually that. a fairly cheap hat. Yeah. Um, all right, what, what do we want for our secret word, or do we want to wait? Until when Dom's here on the second half, let him choose a secret word so that they people really stuck through. You know, like real fans. That's chancy. It is, but I Hurricane feel like Haynes, me and Curtis. <laughs> I mean, yeah, y'all three will be the, uh, the people. We get other listens. I just wish people would fucking email so bad because I'm like, are you real people? Of course, I hate to get fake listens. You of know? course, a lot of times, like if I get down to where it's at the music end and I'm not paying attention, it'll just kick on the last episode. Right, and get you another you, one right yeah, over there. So you might be getting an extra listen there. I, I don't know. Right. But I can see everyone who's on SoundCloud. And, like, I can take all of y'all's away, and we still get quite a few listens. Like, most of our listens are not on SoundCloud. They're on, you know, uh, iTunes or RSS feeds. And I'm just like, well, if y'all are out there listening, I'd like to fucking know. Or are you all robots? Are you all right. robot people? Because um, if you're robot people, we'll get robot hats. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, I'm going to... First thing when Dom's on, I'm going to say, Dom, what's the fucking secret word? And he's going to just, whatever he says, be the secret word that everyone must share with a link to listening to the podcast for a chance to win this cool hat that I will share a picture of um, probably really soon before this episode even goes out. All right, cool. So everyone knows. That'll be right after the break. Yes. Um, All right. And I have one more thing I need to get out. I've broken down and made an Instagram. All right. Where the, the Instagram name is A to the Mo, A to T-H-A-M-O. Um, it's going to basically be for the podcast. That's my pick. My logo is, you know, the podcast logo. And it's because on all these music episodes, everyone wants thought, what's your Instagram? That's their big thing, right? I guess that's the music world shit. And I feel like maybe we can get on Instagram, share the podcast, maybe see what happens. I need someone to explain Instagram to me because so far I've had it for three hours. I don't get it at all. But you have to take a picture, I guess, to share something when I'm like, I just want to share a link to our podcast. Like, how do I 
how do I do this? Can I just share the picture of our podcast that links it over? Like, I don't get why rappers have this. I don't know how they share music. I don't know anything about Instagram. I'm, yeah. So anyway, I'm an idiot right now. But if anyone out there knows about the gram, you know, Instagrams for us were way different in college. Man, you're going to have to put a podcast with Mo and put a fucking filter on it. I guess so. Fucking guess sparkly pod- makeup filters. Um, I went off that Mo last has week. freckles now. <laughs> Like, yeah, freckles on the tits and stuff, the whole thing. Um, Man, I had so much shit I was going to bring up. I've been trying to make some music. Uh, I'll talk to you about that for a second. I've stopped making new beats. I'm trying to finish up everything I've started and wrap it up so that then I can start new. I'm going to make a template to try to keep everything super organized when I make beats because right now it's very chaotic. But it's like... It's maybe where I just haven't been making shit. Because I'm like, I don't fucking want to do all that bullshit. But I know it's going to be better in the long run. Um, I'm also trying to write rap songs really fucking hard. I've learned I don't even really want to rap anymore. I'm going to do this weird rappy, singy bullshit that doesn't even sound good. But it's fucking fun to make. So that's what I'm going to do. And I've been trying to get on this program called Melodics that teaches you how to play piano. It looks like Guitar Hero, but it uses this little fucking MIDI keyboard I have in front of me. And hopefully, eventually, it pays off and I learn how to play piano. So that I'll keep everyone cool. updated on that fucking shit as well. Hell, speaking of music, one of your favorite rappers performed at the National College uh, Football Championship halftime show. And the reviews I read, it was the worst performance in history. I would argue, because I had a friend who was at this game, that when OU played USC back in the day, Ashley Simpson was the halftime performer and at that time they said that was the worst halftime performance in history that sounds pretty terrible and it was because it was she was off the beat her earphone fell out or something and so she was playing off the echo or so i don't remember what i happened. don't know i think the one a few years ago where fergie and the black eyed peas or whatever was on that well was, that when was fergie awful. done the national anthem a year or two oh my ago, god that was the worst but i mean the fucking they was laughing on I love Lil Wayne. I can't hate on him for whatever. I know everyone said he looked crazy. I saw a picture, and fuck yeah, he did. He's living his best life. He's like super a cross man. between an 80-year-old grandma and a hamburger. Yeah, he does what he wants, though. I mean, he, he's fucking rich. He don't care. Um, I, I really like Lil Wayne. I do think it's weird they have to do concerts at these things. Like, they never sound good. Name the last time any of these people sounded good. The Super Bowl shows always sound shitty. Like, they just, who cares? And I think my, my favorite meme I've seen from this is, wouldn't it be weird if they played a miniature football game in between a concert? And I'm like, that's yeah, kind of fun. Like, if it was opposite, if someone's uh, doing a concert and they're like, hold on, guys are going to come and play a quarter of football and then leave, you'd be like, well, that's fucking weird. But yet it's totally normal. Well, it's kind of like them talk shows have them bands and fucking everyone's out like it's a concert. Yeah. Uh, like the Today Show, right? Yeah. In the mornings, it's like our summer circuit, and today we're joined by Kelly Clarkson, and she'll be out there fucking. I mean, Carrie Underwood, the one and only NFL game I ever went to was the Cowboys versus Jets at the old stadium on Thanksgiving Day. Yeah. And Carrie Underwood performed, and you know, she's supposed to be a good performer, but I fucking couldn't hear anything in the stands. Right. I mean, I honestly, and I know I, I'm definitely not in the majority, I hate live music. I very rarely enjoy live music. Like, I'm always like, if you have a band, Give me your CD. I'll listen to that shit on headphones all day, but in fucking live, it always sounds bad. He's calling my buddy. I want to support him, and I couldn't fucking understand a word he said. Right. It was a little small building, and it was just fucking echoing, and all you could hear was the instruments, and it was loud as fuck. I didn't didn't enjoy it, man. Sorry. Yeah. uh, Next week, Justin Shelton may be on. 
I'm going to put a big old asterisk next to that maybe because he claims he's going to be in Ada to perform his band here at the bar or whatever. Um, and he was going to come on and do a co-hosting thing. I put him on the list. If he doesn't show up, he will be barred from this podcast forever. And like, I mean, if he gives me like a heads up or I can find someone else, I'll be not mad. But at the moment, he better fucking show up. Um, so anyway, we'll hear about some band shit maybe next week. I don't know. And um, anyway, thought I'd get that out there. So I could, in case he listens, he knows. Everyone knows. So if you know Justin Shelton in real life or the band New Time Zones, you just fucking harass his ass Hell, all week. even play his music and shit. At least he could do is fucking show up for a podcast. That's what I think, too. I, I agree 100%. It's like we're sharing people that, you know, we don't even think is good sometimes, you know, to try to network here. Nah, so far, I haven't shared any. I have. But. <laughs> so far, I haven't had anyone on the music episode because today the second I wasn't one I'm talking about out. just music. I'm talking about like I try to, if someone's trying to start something, I try to support them. Oh, yeah. You share anyone's shit it on was, Facebook. It's yeah. kind of like the new dispensary, man. Right. I'm glad we have a dispensary, but fuck, I mean, it, it does not look appealing. Yeah. So I guess we can give that update. Oklahoma now has medicinal marijuana. I'm sure you're familiar if you listen to this podcast. And uh, the dispensary finally opened here in town. Um, I don't have a medical card. I think you might get one someday. I'm getting one soon. And uh, So, Jason Craig, I'll be calling it dope. Won't be calling it dope. Yeah, not anymore. Uh, yeah, so there's a dispensary. Some people aren't, I guess, happy with the quality. I'm like, what the fuck you think they're going to do? Bring, drive in the greatest shit from another fucking state? Like, Well, it's just the fact they're trying to hurry up and stock their shelves. Like, you couldn't even start growing till October 1st, and they're right. trying to have it ready in December? Come on, man. Yeah, I mean, it's why you can't uh, be an early adopter. Learn that in technology. Learn that here. I think Powwow actually sent me a, a picture the other day. His email, he got the email of his approval or something. So he is he's about to get him a card. With Hell his yeah. uh, Indian self. Probably because he has a dislocated shoulder for 10 years and he just never goes to the doctor about it. And I'm like, maybe that's why he's getting it. I don't know. But he he, he was excited. And there's another bill going to the House. It's called H.R. 420. supposed to make uh, marijuana the same regulations as alcohol, which I think is perfectly fair. I think that is what the whole country should do, but it won't because there's too much money to be made on this whole taxation shit. Uh, but yeah, if they just treated it exactly like alcohol, I mean... Alcohol gets taxed, but it's at a way lower rate. It's supposed rate. to be a free country, so why do you get taxed more for shit you enjoy? Right. Well, because we're it's not free. It's we're all we all live in a giant amusement park, right. and we I pay know. money for the runs. Um, but yeah, Wyatt, who's on this podcast a lot, he's all he's like very anti pot. I saw him arguing with some the other day, but he's like over drinking alcohol, and I'm like, I don't hate on anyone who likes whatever they like. I just think it's weird that I don't know. But then again, if I'm like, hey, you shouldn't do heroin. So it's just some people think marijuana is heroin. I think that's the problem. Problem with the world is everyone. It's like my cousin, he says he's never smoked, but hell, the first time I smoked was when I went to his buddy's house when I was staying in Warica. Yeah, it sounds at, like he was a narc. At 12 years old. Right. I mean, it was the first time I ever got high. Yes, that is too young. And I acted like a dipshit because I didn't have the function <laughs> brain cells. Yeah. But I, if he's never smoked pot, he does not understand what it does for you. Yeah, and honestly, smoking pot the first few times versus smoking pot after you've been in college a couple of years and you smoke every single day are different things. Like, yeah, I it's mean, all different. So, I mean, granted, I think there should be. I shouldn't have started that early because I killed some brain cells. Oh yeah, you think about how much smarter you would be. Oh, I know. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, uh, I actually didn't smoke till I was like eighteen years old because I was very much. 
I was just a good little Christian kid. I don't know. I wasn't trying to fucking do drugs. And all the p- kids that fucking smoked pot also did crazy drugs and had parents that did drugs. And I'd be like, that doesn't seem like the right path. But then when I finally smoked some pot with a friend, I was like, this is awesome. And I don't want to do other drugs. But the first things I really did was alcohol. Yeah. I go fucking get drunk at 15 or whatever at so-and-so's house. And then dusters. Like, back in the day, kids, they used to have the the shit you sprayed your keyboard off with, it didn't have a nasty taste. It just tasted like nothing. And you could put it in a bag and huff it like fucking paint. And we all did it. Well, some of my friends fucking put it right in their mouth, but then it like froze their tongue. And I was like, hey guys, let's use a bag. And I remember being 16 and doing this. And it was fun because it made your voice go really low. Like Never did it. Oh man. And then your ears would ring and you would crack up laughing. And it was like, it lasts like, a minute tops, right? It's like nothing. It's fucking getting high on helium or whatever. Um, but again, it's fucking duster shit. Now, all of the shit, because this happened when I was, I mean, within the year of me doing it, they started putting in all this nasty shit that makes it taste like shit now. So I would not recommend it. It's not worth it. It wasn't worth it then. You can fucking die. But I did that shit before I ever smoked pot. I heard about a bunch of people huffing, but that just... Right. I've never huffed paint. That's never been yeah. my thing. Uh, but I, yeah, I've heard, I've seen people do it and shit. Um, a lot of people took pills way before I ever. This dude tried to pot. come to work and his whole fucking face was fucking red. He, <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, I fell on a coffee table. We just painted it. Come on, man, <laughs> <laughs> bullshit! Get the fuck out of my restaurant." That's funny. That's uh, not a good excuse at all. Um, <laughs> his his whole fucking face was red. He had his whole face in the fucking bag. And he's like, and they come into the kitchen like, "Man, did you see old dude?" I went back. He's like, "Get the fuck out of my restaurant." Oh, he was when you working at the restaurant. Yeah, he that's was funny. a worker of mine. I had to send him home. I'm like, you gotta uh, get the fuck out of here, man. That's great. Yeah, I've never because you know I'm not the type of person that tries to ruin someone's job. I mean, I gave him that chance. If you come back again, then I'd fire him. Right. You I know, I, I just I hate them people that you do some one thing wrong and are like, oh, that's your fucking job. The one time I got high on paint was uh, when I was in junior high. Me and my cousin Cameron were working at Camp Nunny Chaha, which is like some fucking little camp around here painting fucking rooms and the door to the bathroom got shut with us in it painting and the fumes got to us and when they opened the door we had put our hands in the paint and were making handprints all over the wall to paint the wall like i don't remember a lot of it but we were just fucking all lie-headed giggly all fucking paint with our hands and i was like oh i see people get fucked up on this shit all right wow and they're like keep this door open we're like, all right. so what's your prediction for this cowboys game Man, this, I'm, this I'm, episode will come out after the game. To be yeah. honest, I'm hoping. Right, I'm hoping. That's good. I mean, I mean, I, mean, I'm, I know some of the people will be showing these stats in the first three years. Dak Prescott is first, first, and like second, and he's cooking completion percentages and shit, and win games and shit. Like as his first three years in the league, and right. I'm like, how? I see him miss his so rookie many, year that was so good. I, I see him missing so many open receivers. It's like he'll be getting a sack or they're a busted play, and there's like Cole Beasley's wide open. I, I is honestly, no, is no one seeing what I'm seeing here? I'm seeing so many receivers open. Right. I mean, but his rookie year was good, so that's going to help those stats or whatever. I want to know what his record is without Zeke. What, what's his numbers without Zeke? Because uh, those six games Zeke missed last year right. was awful. Yeah, but then what would Zeke's numbers be without Dak? See, he can play this game all day. No, man, uh, Zeke, <laughs> Zeke is uh, the backbone of that offense right as now. A, as a big Cowboys hater, I have no nothing in this game except I like to see the Dallas Cowboys lose. 
I would honestly predict them to win this game against the Rams only because the Rams haven't looked good the second half of the season and the Cowboys have momentum. The Cowboys going defense for them. has actually been really, really good. So I hate to say that. And again, this has nothing to do with my fandom. I just I wouldn't I don't think it's crazy if they win. I have a feeling they're gonna win, but uh, like I said, I'm kinda hopeful. Right. Um I mean I was feeling the same way against New Orleans and somehow we beat their head in the dirt and I yeah. I right. believe my mind. I thought we was going to get hosed. <laughs> I mean, I love the Cowboys, but I'm a fucking realist too. You know, and the right. Rams on paper are fucking better than us. Now, if we had Travis Frederick back starting at center, even though Looney done a hell of a job as a backup this year, but if we had Frederick back in the lineup, our offensive line would be a hell of a lot better. Right. Well, that's like why the Colts might do well because they have a good offensive line. People just overlook the offensive line. I think unless you played on the line. You do not. Oh, you don't oh, get it. <laughs> you don't get it. How important it is until you play on the line, um, and then you're just like, "Oh yeah, it's fucking real important." I don't know. Yeah. Uh, something. This is so random, but I'm gonna get it out there for anyone on the online dating sites. Me and you, I'm sure it'll never happen that we're on an online dating site. All right. But if you see someone putting the number four three seven seven three seven on their profile anywhere. It is an alert that they have herpes because like on the old non-digit phones, that would spell out herpes. And it's just a warning to people of like, I have herpes, so I'm looking for someone else with herpes so we don't have to worry about giving each other herpes because we already have it. So anyway, for any wow. people out there on dating sites, if you want, you should probably want to look out for that. You know, if they put it there, it's that's what it's for. And I just, when I saw it, I go, I'm going to save this. This seems important. Like, Someone out there doesn't know it, and they might need to know that. Wow. Let's see what else. Oh, I thought this one was pretty good. In 1998, Sony launched a camcorder, and they sold, I guess, 700,000 of them. And it unknowingly had the ability to see through people's clothing because it used a special infrared light uh, lens on it or whatever, and it allowed you to see through dark, thin clothing. And so then they had to recall them, but those are out there. So there are cameras out there that can see through your clothing uh, speaking way. of cameras like when the uh, police are trying to catch someone like security store fit, footage and shit yeah you can't even fucking it's, it's all blurry it's all blurry and it's all blurry and shit and then people show their house cams with like people still in their package and it's clear as fuck well yeah well those new ones are 1080p 4k 8k you know, you, cameras you would think you know security type would have top of the line now all these mall stores those malls are built in the fucking 80s 90s they ain't fucking putting new shit in there um but yeah, I mean, where I work, we install those things, right? And one, the new one we got is like ultra widescreen, fucking 4K, even at night. Like, it's fucking infrared. It's so fucking awesome. And it's like, oh yeah, compared to one that just was like three years ago, it looks night and day. So, fucking cameras are dope. People have suggested we need to film our podcast um, and put it on YouTube. I don't know if we brought that up on air yet or not. But people have mentioned this to me. And I really just don't think we're attractive enough. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna throw it out there, not to be mean. Uh, Curtis is the most attractive one we have, and he's not attractive. And so, I mean, I just feel like we're we're way low. Man, I'm sexiest man in my weight class. It's just a large weight class. I mean, sexy and attractive <laughs> aren't always the same thing. We're not pretty people necessarily. I don't think. Um, but maybe but that could be our have, thing. We'd have to get like little bobbleheads and shit. Yeah, I'm telling you, I would I would love to figure out some animation business, but I just think it would take too much time. There's a reason people don't make more cartoons because they take too long. Um, see how long we went here. Guess we went long enough. I have a feeling 
Dom's going to be on and talk about probably basketball, but then mainly video games. Normally we do talk about basketball, but this week I think we're new video games because Wyatt fucked it up a couple it weeks ago. Crack, it did crack me up when uh, that dude fucking hit hard in the fucking hell with the basketball. Oh, Giannis? And he yeah. got the basketball back. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was almost like a strategic play, like when you was trying to save it from going out of bounds, you'd bank it off there. Right. Well, to me it was like uh, you're playing an old Super Nintendo video game that was like full contact basketball or whatever, right? Yeah, you it put was it like, on a head and it stuns him for a second. Yeah, blow by him. <laughs> yeah, like it was part of a move. Like you stunned him. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I was all about that. I was like, man, they should start doing this way more often. I they thought start it was hilarious, people. man. Uh, that, I would be all about it. Um, but all right, man. Anything else? No. Well, uh, okay. If you're eating dinner and your wife's got a bowl, got a sink filled with soapy water, like she's ready to do the dishes. Do you rinse your bowl? Is it? It's already full. It's. I mean, no. It's just got soapy water in it. Like, okay, I'm done with my bowl. I'm just gonna stick it in the sink. And then I got in trouble because I didn't wash it out. Um, I mean, I get what you're saying. Like, it's already gonna be in dirty water. So what the fuck's it matter? But, but I she also, was pissed because I guess I had cornbread and she's like, well, it's because it, it the, the water. power of the faucet or the hose. I like we have a hose we use. Yeah. It takes off so much, you don't have to scrub. So it's just being mad that they're going to have to scrub more now. No, she didn't have to scrub. It was just like, I guess, you know, the cornmeal filling down in the soapy water, I guess. Well, I don't know. I don't know, but I mean, I was just like, okay, if that was there, would you put, would you risk the bowl out or would you just toss it in the sink? I, what I would do, because this happens throughout my wife's in the middle of doing dishes, we don't normally fill up a side with soapy water, but same scenario, I would have sit on the counter next to her and let her decide no, what No, but to she wasn't that. in there. The oh. kitchen was open. She just had that ready for like after dinner, and I was just like, "Oh, oh that's a I, tough call." I mean, I I probably well, again would have just sat next to it and been like, well, "Someone else can deal with it." But then again, I only live with my wife, so the only other person to deal that would have been her. Well, I you was the only kids. one who got in trouble. No, um, <laughs> I was the only one who got in trouble. I see. That's it's just fair. like if there's a sink you know of water, what? I'm just gonna slide it to sink I of think water. You're the man of the house, and she needs to just fucking treat you like a king. She does. And I don't do shit. You man. shouldn't get in trouble for being a king in your own kingdom. Well, she don't get in trouble. She gives me a hard time. Oh. I, mean, I see. I, I don't get in trouble, man. I let her make all the calls, and it, right. wor- it works, dude. Yeah. I mean, whatever works for you. Me and Cooper are kind of like that. I, I, I like to pretend I'm stupid a lot. I get, like, to, I get to do whatever I want, but no, man, she runs that house, man. Yeah, see, we don't have kids yet. I feel like if we have a kid... Uh, that'll probably happen where one of us would wear the pants, quote unquote. But at the moment, it's now very if I much, raise uh, my voice, it's silent because I still got the ultimate voice. Mm, but I let her, but I let her do her thing. See, at my house growing up, one hundred percent, my dad would agree. Like my mom wore the pants. Like there wasn't a decision my mom didn't make. She decided what well, we're buying. I mean, if I could do something, like my dad, one hundred percent. Like even if he raised his voice, my mom's voice raising was still like. More I don't know, like, if the kids are giving my wife too hard of a time about something, I raise that voice, and they fucking, they see it real clearly then. See, my parents would gang up on me, like, both of them would just argue against me, and I guess that's not my dad's, but it was like, it wasn't because my dad said, it was like, are y'all fucking two against one? It's bullshit. And y'all are wrong, and I was just, uh, that's how I always felt about everything. Uh, but interesting uh, family dynamic. I don't know what happened. We don't. Everyone's still been like, so when you having a kid, huh? You having a kid? You have a kid soon? And then, like, my boss the other day was like, oh, yeah, it took us seven years to have one after trying. I was like, fuck, that's a long goddamn time. I ain't, I don't even want a kid in seven years. <laughs> no shit. All right, anyway, I'll ask you for the eighth time. Got anything else? No. All right. Uh, peace, man. Peace.
if you have any questions, suggestions, or corrections, please email us at a podcast with Mo. That is a p o d c a s t w i t h m o at gmail.com. Perfect. Boom. What up? We are joined by Dom. What's up? All right, man. The first thing I have to ask you, because I brought it up earlier in this podcast, is I need a secret word. A secret word? Yep. I mean, I'm being hit up uh, out of nowhere. I don't know what a secret word is. Like, just pick a word. Pick my word. All like, right. Something that's pretty like not too vulgar, but something that's like unique. Um, you know, it's a good word. Shit, I wasn't expecting that. Um, secret word. Um, shit, shit, shit. We'll just have to cut most of this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Secret word. Dope. There we go. Dope. Okay. That's, I mean, that's on brand with the podcast. So this week, the secret word, and then Don will hear this the first time, people are going to be entered to win this hat if they share the podcast link with the word dope. And then they have, you have to let me know. I don't think we got it out with the snap because I might see it if you're my friend on something. If I'm not, you, if you're not my friend on something, or I don't know you in real life, you're going to have to email the podcast with like a screenshot of this. But for each person, they're going to be entered for a chance to win a drawing on March 1st. I'm going to draw names out of a hat. Whoever I draw is going to win this hat. And then we're going to mail them this free hat that Snappy got that has a podcast logo printed on it. And then we're also selling some hats for oh. anybody else. Well, that's pretty dope. Uh, so, there you go. There you go. Um all right, and I also need to get on to, because I didn't bring up the first time, and this is really rare for me, is our Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash a podcast with Mo. Um, you can go there and give us money. That would be awesome. Uh, you get shouted out like Hurricane Haynes, my mom, and Snappy, because they're my three patrons that are at that level. We had one that got shouted out one time, because there's like levels to this yep. shit. Um, I've thought about making a tier of just, if you're at a certain tier, we'll just get you a fucking hat. Like, make it like, pretty expensive, you know? Um I mean, that's what a lot of Patreon people do. Right, but honestly, none of my fucking fans trying to go to Patreon, make an account. Uh, some have even been like, just make a PayPal. And honestly, that would be cool. If I could trust people to like just PayPal me money or Venmo me money, whatever, sweet. But Patreon gives the at least illusion of a central hub or a page, right? That's true. That's of true. like, here's where it is. And if you if I don't follow through on like shouting you out and you want to bitch about it, you could go to them and then I could have to refund you because you didn't get your shit. So there are some things built in, um, but we probably need to add more to that to get people interested. But I'm just happy with my $30 a month right now to be real honest. <laughs> that pays the host the podcast. Um, so it's good shit. Uh, before you got here, cause I kind of was totally way lazy this morning. Um, I knew you were coming, but I was like, oh, I'm going to see, I'm trying to, I don't know how this game saves. I just started it, but there's a game called flame in the flood that I've been, Keep my eye on since it came out um, like a couple years ago. It was just a little too expensive. Mm-hmm. When I saw, I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna like it because it's like a survival game. Now that I have it, I know it's very close to that game. Don't starve. If you ever played that, I haven't played that. Um, you know, it's like one of those survival. You got to pick fucking food to eat and make shelter and do like, but it's like kind of cartoony style. Um, 
the twist with this one is you're navigating down a river between stops. Like you're like rafting and you have this little dog as your sidekick. Cute little game, right? But it was $3 during this holiday sale going on right now. And it was normally like 30 or something. So oh, like, so easy pickup. Yeah, I was like, well, I'll pay $3 because I've always had my eye on this thing. Um, when I tried it last night, I was honestly like, this game fucking sucks. Like I, I kept starving to death immediately. Just like I couldn't find any food or whatever. And then... This morning, I'm, I'm like still continuing to run its pause that I lasted a really long time because, but the only thing I haven't came across is any way to make fire, but it just hasn't gotten cold in the game yet. So I haven't froze to death. So I've lucked out, but I have found food and like clothing and I don't know all the shit you need this to find. This kind of reminds game. me of Oregon Trail, like the old, old game. <laughs> right. Yeah. I think probably the new survival games are kind of based on that a little yeah. bit. Don't Starve comes to mind because they gave it away as a, a PlayStation Plus game. And the PS4 is life cycle early on. So a lot of people played it and you were like, oh, that's what a survival game is. And I was like, not really my thing. But for whatever reason, this Flame in the Flood game looked cool. So anyway, if you find it cheap, I would recommend it. But it is frustrating. I don't think I'll ever beat it. I will say that. <laughs> been, that's disappointing. <laughs> I've, there's 10 regions. And again, I've only played like four or five start startups. So I know it's on a lot, but I've never made it past the first region. Like I've never made it to region two. And I'm like, well, but then again, it's probably a good value for three bucks. Yeah. Have you looked online to see how hard it is? I haven't. Um, I've been trying to do this weird thing where I just don't look online for stuff until like, I absolutely have to. And eventually I'm sure I should look up like quick tips to not die early or whatever, right? like that little page that is like for beginners. I should probably at least look that up, but I have not, have not yet. Um, anything going on in your life, man? I know it's been a while since you've been on. It has been a minute. Um, let's see. I had a birthday, had Christmas. So how old are you now? I am old as fuck. Twenty nine years old. Oh yeah. See, I'm. I'll be thirty one in like a week from when this comes out, or yeah. a little over a week after <laughs> this comes out, and it's cool because I honestly think I look about the same as I did when I was 21. I don't really look that much different besides like the deep corners and the hairline and all that. <laughs> uh, but oh, guys just get it easy on the real. Once you're in the 31 uh, is going to be the same as 32, 33, 30. It's all the same. Yeah. Same number really is how I'll view it until so. you watch sports center. And then they're like, Oh, end of his career at 32. And you're like, Oh shit. Into your proms 32. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they say. That's why I'm worried about Russ. Like, end of his problems in like two years. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> I know. Um, I did want to bring up that you mentioned Westbrook. I love his new shoes. I want a pair oh, of they're, so I think they're dope. Um, I haven't bought a player's shoes. I don't know if ever. Like, I just, that's never been my thing. And I saw him and was like, oh my God, I want those shoes. Yeah. One of my boys, he didn't like them that much, but I was like, these are fire. There's something about the weird thunder colors mixed with the USC colors that looked really good. Yeah. And the USC colors are the same as like the fraternity I was in. So maybe it's something about that to me of like thunder and my turning, but it all <laughs> looks cool. Um, but they just looked really fucking cool. I was like, I might try to get some of these someday. Yeah. We're going to see. I've also wanted Paul George's PlayStation shoes. I just think it's cool he has PlayStation branded shoes. That that I haven't even seen those yet. Yeah, I think he said two different variations of them where they have like the the cross, circle, triangle, square logos all over them. Oh, I'm stuff. gonna have to look at those. Oh yeah. They're they're pretty cool. Um have you had any thoughts on the NBA this season? I know that's normally where our podcast goes here, but we're ending on video games, so I thought we should get into basketball now. Uh Personally, I think it's cool that their standings are fucking crazy. I, I'm a huge fan. The West is crazy. Yeah. Um, West is insane. It's one through 14. Only team that's out of it is Phoenix because yeah. they're 
they're terrible, but yeah. literally every single team is in the running for being in the playoffs or being even in the top two or three. Yeah. Like, well, like the Thunder people, I don't like the way every podcast I listen to that's like a basketball themed one's like, but we're sure the Thunder are going to make it. And I'm like, uh, I get it. Like Paul George is playing great. And, and they should because they have this great defense. And I'm like, they've had the easiest schedule so far and the hardest left, and they lose close games. Yeah, it, that's the only thing that worries me. I, I mean, I'm still pretty positive they're going to make oh, it. Oh, I, I am too, but I'm um, not like. Because they're the only team out West currently that has two bona fide superstars, except, of course, Golden State. Golden State's crazy. We don't talk right. about Golden State. Well, um, and that's <laughs> what everyone. It's weird because Golden State's not the easy number one in the standings or dominating anyone at all, but people still talk like, but they will be in the playoffs. So we'll see. Um, But you got to remember what this coming up. I think this coming up week, DeMarcus Cousins returns. It's very true. And he's a guy who hasn't won a ring and that Bill Simmons. And I always mention him way too much, whatever, but he talks about the Celtics back in the day, like red R box thing was they'd always bring in one guy who hadn't won. And that's how they kept their dynasty going is they'd be like, we're doing it for that guy. And he's saying all year, like that's what DeMarcus Cousins is going to be. And that's what Durant was when he came in. Like, Hey, we're all rounding around this guy because he needs a ring. And I'm like, that is could be a good motivating factor. I mean, he has the most points ever by a person who's never been to the playoffs. So it's, it's a crazy stat. It is crazy. I just think I think it's probably just a bummer for him when he came in the league. He came in when centers weren't as important, and he just can't lead a team. He yeah. doesn't have that leadership mentality, and it's kind of gotten shit on over the years. But I like Boogie. Yeah. I like Boogie a lot. I mean, and he improved his rep last year in New Orleans. Like he was model teammate. They were winning games before right. he got hurt. So, um, the Thunder is like we kind of briefly mentioned on because we are in Oklahoma, so that's going to be talked about all the time because it's like the only thing I care about in life these days. <laughs> and they played a day, I believe, an early game, like one thirty in the afternoon. Yeah, like I think that. you're right. I need to make sure I'm aware of whatever time that comes on. But they played a fucking late ass double overtime game against the Spurs, the last game before we recorded this. Uh, and it was fucking crazy. I don't know. It was like 154 it, it, to 147 or yeah. some shit like that. It was a crazy game. Oh, man. There's things that bother me, but I'm not bothered by OKC actually losing that game because San the fact Antonio they came back to, came back in. It is crazy because San Antonio went like 14 for. 14. Yeah, they started the game 14 straight three pointers of like before they missed one. Yeah. And of course, that put OKC in a hole. And they just OKC just kept chipping away in the second half. I was very frustrated watching the game because the Spurs are a team that shoots the fewest three pointers, right? But yet they have so many people that can hit them, and the Thunder try to shoot so many three pointers, and they they have have no no one who can hit them besides Paul George. It's Paul George, and Grant has some moments where you're like, "Fuck yeah, Grant." Or whatever, and honestly, I've really liked Terrence Ferguson lately. I, I He's actually be. grown on me. At, I know, I don't know if I said this at the beginning of the year, but I probably did that I didn't like Ferguson in the lineup, right? Um, but he's grown on me recently, well, and, I, and that, I just uh, like the athleticism that he brings. And his attitude to me is the best because he's just like, "Did I do good?" Like he's like, "Look, he's like the little <laughs> brother looking up to his big brother." Like, did I do good on that? Like, I don't know. There's something about it when he hits a three, he doesn't celebrate. He's just like, yeah. And then when he does bad, he looks like he feels bad about it. I don't know. There's something about him that seems genuine, so you want to cheer for him. And he has those little mini twist dreads or whatever. He and, does. And I like the whole booty call look. I feel like it's good <laughs> to bring that back. Um, But, yeah, the Thunder have been crazy. New Orleans Noel the other night fell like 12 feet to the ground on his head. Yeah, he got taken out on a stretcher. 
And it was the craziest play because before they showed the replay, like I stopped my wife from reading and I go, watch this. I was like, the dude didn't put his hand down. Like, this is the weirdest shit in the world. And then I saw the replay. I was like, oh, okay. I see what happened. But at first I was just like, what the fuck is he doing? I'll put his hand down. Like, I thought he just on purpose was like dead fish move or some shit. <laughs> I don't know. I was so confused. I don't know. This actually happened like last week. Who did it? I think it was Diallo. Um, he went to jump up to block um, somebody and he got he got crazy high in the air, but got undercut a little bit and he went face down on the ground. Bam. I was like, damn, he got a concussion. Yeah. In here. I remember what you're talking about. Yeah. He said the other things about for a long time and he, he wasn't. He yeah. Was he he was okay after the game. I was like, fuck, I thought he was dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, NBA has been awesome. You have any game in NFL these days I've mentioned on this podcast weeks ago I'm out because you know my team sucks and I don't care anymore it's boring to watch basketball's the best yeah. but I know your team is the Giants yeah. so I, I'm assuming you're with me rooting against the Cowboys this week I am rooting against the Cowboys yeah. much to Chris's demise um but uh so last week um they they played against uh who they uh Seattle and I watched it with my dad. Little background on my dad. He's fucking crazy, and he's probably the biggest Cowboys fan I know. Right. He is the biggest Cowboys fan I know. And your rebellion led you to the Giants. That's what it, yeah, and he he disowns me every now and then just because of it. He's like, what kind of son does it? <laughs> oh, it's, 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 a, it's a ride every single time. But anyways, I watched the game with him because I'm like, I'm going to be a nice son and right. sit here and watch this. Yeah, I've watched the, a Cowboy game with my grandpa before. Yeah, I watched this game hoping that Seattle just beats him in. They right. did not, and then my dad is getting amped, like in right. front of the in front of his giant ass <laughs> seventy or eighty, whatever. It's huge. Right. It covers a whole damn wall. TV, like, how about them boys? We them boys. I'm like, man, I know. <laughs> it's this is why I don't like Cowboys fans. Yep. I, I mean, it's fun. I, I used to not like them originally, but for the same reason, I don't like the Yankees, and it was just like. Well, of course, they have all the people, and they go out and pay all the people to join the team. But now, with the way with the, the NFL cap, and the salary yeah. cap and the parity, that's not why I hate them. I hate them because their fans are the most arrogant shit-talking of the fans. They're the worst fans I've ever encountered. Now, and I've ca- encountered OU fans. OU fans are crazy. <laughs> yes, they're here as well. Now, I think it's all good fun. I'll let them enjoy it or whatever, because it... It's sweeter. It's sweeter when they suck. It is. I love it. I love it when they get excited right now. And I, and honestly, I almost hope they win this week, just to lose the Super Bowl or some shit. Like, well, I want. Here's what I want. Whether it's this week, next week, or God, it can't be the Super Bowl. Okay. They can't go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Either it's this week or next week. If they're up by like I don't know, seventeen points in in the mid third, and then the team comes back on them. I'm going to love that. that right. I'm going to be living for that. <laughs> yeah. See, I would rather see them go to the Super Bowl so I could see people around here starting to get those uh, tattoos that they won before it happened. I like always seeing those. Stories. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nobody believed in us. This is Super Bowl number six. Oh, yeah. man. <laughs> they go ahead and get that Roman numeral put in next to the counter or whatever, their chicken scratch. Uh, so, anyway, NFL stuff. We're going to see what happens. I'm not – I don't ch- – only thing I know about is podcasts to listen to because I don't have uh, ESPN, so I don't get – any of those updates or whatever. Uh, but it has been, I guess, a good playoffs from what I understand. Like, it the has. best in years, sort of. Thing. It, it has been good so far. <laughs> All right, man. You want to get in our top five list? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So this week, we're going to do 
top five favorite video games from the PS3, Xbox 360, and I guess that would be Wii era. I think it's Wii era, yeah. I didn't put any Wii games. I mean, I played, I had one for a little bit, and then I sold it. I just didn't play much besides, like, Twilight Princess. I was about to say Twilight Princess. Actually, Smash, um, Smash Brothers, uh, freaking, what's that? Was it Brawl? I think so. Yeah, Brawl. Brawl was fun. I played a lot of that. And actually, the Wii, the Wii Sports game, I actually have fun playing that. See, but it I doesn't don't have it, doesn't... it on the list, but just uh, to get into it a little bit. I think the PS3 Sports Championship that came with the PS Move was a better version, and I own both. And so I've just always like, man, y'all didn't play the good one though with fucking frisbee golf and shit, <laughs> and fucking like real 3D graphics. Well, why so am I fun. not surprised? Frisbee golf. That's like some very not trying to be racist, yeah. But I am being racist. Sounds very like white, 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 people, white people shit right but, there. Uh, I mean, Powell is native, and me and him played it together. So hey, you know. I ain't knocking it. I think it's dope, and. You could choose a black guy and play frisbee golf. I'm just saying. That was an option. I also love You're the You're going to have pong. the most athletic team if you do. The ping pong was way more intense than Wii Sports Tennis. Like, I'll be fucking sweating my ass off fucking getting the goddamn gold cup fucking ping pong shit. And I played as a giant Hawaiian guy. Like the big. Samoan. Oh, you're looking like the so I look, over the rainbow guy. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> um, I was like, well, he's big and I'm big, and the, it'll probably look more accurate when I'm fucking slow as fuck doing this shit. So anyway, I just want to shout that one out. It's not on my list, but could be there. So, um, list was a little harder than I thought it would be. It was a lot hard, lot harder than right than was, initially thinking. I played a lot of games. It was the longest video game. Cycle, uh, video game console cycle that existed longest lifespan so I had the most to choose from um as far as time wise and like for instance um it's like some of mine i would like just do i was like oh shit i forgot this did come out on that yep the same here same here i was like did this was this on there this was on here jesus right. i'm gonna have to move something off my top five yeah so anyway we'll get into it so dom what is your number five number five batman arkham city okay. that game was Oh my god, that game. I spent so much time on that game. That game was fantastic. I loved it. Um I loved the first one, Arkham Asylum. Right. Um but it didn't give you the ability to just do whatever you wanted. Opening up to the whole city, it just created it created it created a great environment. Like you were you actually felt like you were in Gotham. Right. I mean, I did play that game because I heard so many good things about Arkham Asylum that I was like, "Oh, I'll check that out." Um and I got Arkham City. I mean, I remember exactly why I don't like it, or why I quit playing it. I get why I quit playing. Why I don't like it? Opposite. I quit playing it because the Mister Freeze boss. There's something he can get stuck on if you don't figure out something. I guess I never figured it out, and I would just die immediately every time I fought him. Oh man, that that didn't happen to me. I don't know why. I'm, I'm glad I missed this glitch. Right, <laughs> and and I remember reading about it, like a year later it being a thing. I was like, oh, I just thought I was so shitty. Like I just thought I was really bad. I was like, okay, I'm just not good at this game. Um. Because Mr. Freeze is like halfway through the game, so it's not like I didn't play in quite yeah. a bit of it. And that was like one of the best boss battles in the whole game. So Right, but like he would shoot you like two or three times and you were dead. Like I mean, you just died. So I mean, yeah. Something you, like that. And yeah. So something was happening. I was just like, fuck this. And so I quit playing it. But I remember thinking like everyone loved the combat system and I just hate it. I hate the square, square, <laughs> exclamation mark above a head, hit triangle. Now this symbol hit circle. I just never liked that. Now I say that and I love Dynasty Warriors, which is like. I'm about to say that is the square, 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 yeah. square, 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 triangle, square, square, triangle. But 
you seem like you're doing it fast, and Darkholm's like, all right, but be patient about pushing the buttons. I'm like, I don't like this. I don't like this whole the timing. <laughs> the timing. I, I liked it. Um, I liked it a lot. But I under, I mean, I played and it. And I like the story a lot. Now like, I've just... stared at the. They have Arkham Asylum and Arkham City remastered for PS4 called Return to Arkham, I believe. And I think it's been as cheap as ten dollars some weekends on this store. And I've been I've thought it's so hard. And I don't even like them. But I'm like, it's ten dollars for two full fucking games. Like, oh man, I'm gonna have I... to get in on this action. <laughs> so I've debated going back and giving it another try a lot because maybe I can beat Mister Freeze this time. You know, I mean, you have to you have to hit him a different way every single time in order to beat him. You can't right. do use the same approach. Or yeah, you'll you'll just lose. <laughs> so. Anyway, good call. I'm glad I at least played the game. Um, I will say with my number five is one that it might be on your list, and it probably should deserve to be higher, but I thought of it last moment because I go, oh, fuck, this isn't a PS4 game. This is on PS3 because I beat it on both, which is Grand Theft Auto V. You know what? This transitioned well because it's number four on my list. Perfect. Um, I didn't even think about it. I was just like, oh, fuck, that totally came out on PS3, and it was, it was so good. Like, it, it just... It blew my mind at first of like, how is the PS3 doing this? Yeah. And then the fact that it comes out on PS4, and it still right now looks better, I think, than other than a lot of PS4 games. Yeah, I loved, like, before I started really going in-depth, it was, like, number two on my list. Right. I loved Grand Theft Auto V, and I was like, man, that was, like, one of the last games of the cycle or of the PS3 era. Right. I don't know if it should be number two. But then I started looking at the other games. I was like, I can, yeah, it's it's worthy to move down. But still, game's fantastic. I yeah. never seen them do Grand Theft Auto like that. That was well, first time they added three characters. You could get different perspectives. Right. I think it's uh, weird. I mean, if you haven't played it, or if you never played other Grand Theft Autos, you wouldn't wouldn't even be a thing. But if you've played the previous ones, and then you play this one where you back out and it goes, doof, 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 doof. Yeah, and then it goes back in the other character, or whatever, and then like Trevor's fucking beating up a meth head, and he's like running around like naked. randomly, like anytime you switch characters, like something char- random's happening. Right, the characters are living, so like if like I love simulation games, um, it's like a weird thing that I will get get into on some PC shit, and I it was like a weird sim part of it, like they're living over there, like you can go find them, and they'll be doing shit, like if you were another character or whatever. So, uh, yeah, that part was cool. Um, also to me, I think like I loved Grand Theft Auto 3 and San Andreas. Vice City I liked, but most of my friends liked it way more than me. Um, it's like the one all the white kids liked more for whatever. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Vice City I'm was white, also... But <laughs> I just... It seemed too small to me. Yeah, I also didn't like Vice City that much. And I know I'm going to be... This isn't good, but I didn't like Grand Theft Auto 4 that much. I'm sorry. Right. Right, that's what I was getting to. So, um, you know, it, it kind of went ways like that. Like, I like Grand Theft Auto 3. I remember buying that for PS2, not knowing at all what it was. Just seeing the cover, looking at the back, and was like, okay. And then getting it home and been calling all my friends and been like, guys, I found the best fucking game of all time. And then, like, a month later is when, like, the DC sniper was like, he trained on Grand Theft Auto 3. And my mom having to be like... Do you have that game? I'm like, yeah. And all my friends are covered. We'd be killing cops and shit. It's a great <laughs> game. Um, so anyway, but yeah, Grand Theft Auto 4, I just, it was trash in my opinion. I know a lot of people. They think it's great. It's the best and Fob's trash. I just don't think, I don't like how they went serious with it. Right? I enjoyed the satirical take of the American culture that is Grand Theft Auto 5. So the whole time me being like, this is like the story wise is great. I really liked Franklin's story. Like, and it sounded authentic, and I remember just reading how like they hired 
ex-convicts to yep. come in and do the lawn. So they're real fucking things people would say in these neighborhoods, not fucking random like people. Hollywood director. Right. Yeah. I don't know. It was just, it seemed real. The map was huge. It seemed just as big as San Andreas, which always seemed like the biggest to me because it took so long to get It places. took so long to get everywhere. I, San Andreas is probably like my favorite. Right. Grand Theft Everyone Auto else game, hates it because you have to like eat and all that shit and work out. I don't out. care. But That's part of I living. Do, <laughs> I, I do like San Andreas. But anyway, Grand Theft Auto 5, my number five, your number four. Uh, it was just great. And it's great on PS4, like I said. I, I beat it on PS3. And then I beat it on PS4 all in first-person mode. Yeah, I heard about that. I just couldn't justify myself buying the game again on PS4 when I just bought it on PS3, right. not two. Well, probably see, like I bought a PS4 at, ago. at launch, and there were just I burnt through all the games I wanted to play, and I was like, "Well, it's here, and I don't know else to play, so I'm getting it." And like I said, I'm playing through it in first-person mode. At least changed it enough for me. There was one mission where uh, Trevor's. At like a shipyard dock, and you're driving something. And oh, I bar. remember you telling me about this. When there's it like happened. a bar in front of his eyes, so you can't see in first person mode. Like they didn't think that one mission through, so I had to go in third person there. But the rest, I did in first person and felt awesome. And then I would have got into the online more, but uh, the first trophy that pops for online of like do the first introduction mission just didn't pop for me, and all the ones after it did. And I'm like, fuck you, and I didn't even get into it. <laughs> um, all right, my number four is going to be a game that I didn't really know anything about until it was given away as a PlayStation Plus game, uh, probably in the last couple years, the PS3's life cycle, which is XCOM. XCOM, okay. I remember you telling me about this. You you suggested I should get it because I you liked it that much. I think it's amazing. Um, XCOM 2, I think I have it um, not digitally, like on a disc if you want to try it out. I'll tell you about it. Um, the whole story of XCOM is like aliens came to Earth, right? And they've over, they're like invading Earth, and you're like the XCOM of uh, you're like an army full unit that's like fighting off the aliens, and you have like a secret base. Mm-hmm. And so it's a combination of you go out and fight on missions against the aliens with your people. And oh, yeah, also your people, and this is why I love it the most. I'll make me, and there's Aaron Mosier, and I have blonde hair and a fucking cigarette out of my mouth, and I look like an old fucking. <laughs> crazy dude and then you know i'll make powwow and i made you like i made like 18 people right and then people get injured on missions so like they won't be available so that's why you have all the extra party members and so there's that part and the combat's a lot like final fantasy tactics sort of thing where like you can move so many squares and then you have guns that shoot so far so like you're trying to and you want to stay behind cover it's like you know strategy and all that shit mm-hmm. so there's that part but then you're also collecting resources on those missions so that when you're back at your base you can you research different shit. You bring in alien bodies to autopsy and learn stuff. So you can like backwards engineer their shit to get you better. So like by the end, you're wearing like exo suits on your guys and you can hover or you might get psychic abilities because you fucking found this one alien that had it and you've transplanted DNA to one of your souls. Like it just gets That's, real crazy yeah, right by the end. Insane. Um, so like, you know, if your character I might make where I made you into a robot, like you're now mostly machine, but it's your fucking head on this robot. And it, you have other, you know, abilities you can do. And like, it, it's just fucking awesome. And it's hard as fuck. That's another thing. Like I play it being like, Oh my God, this is fucking like, I'm going to lose people that I didn't want to lose. Like at the end, you know, my team was not, my five best friends in the world. It was like, <laughs> you know, me and then like this guy I went to high school with and some other dude. Guy he used to work with. <laughs> right, like just random people. And uh anyway, it's it's really fucking fun. XCOM two on PS4 is better, a lot better, I think, than but I mean, 
only because XCOM probably shouldn't have been on PS3 and 360. It was it kind of chugged a little bit. Like it turned at times, it seemed like. But XCOM 2, like I said, is a lot better. And when you make your create characters, you can just save them in a bank. And then the next time you make a new game, you can just re grab them. So like if I made you once, oh, you don't have to there. go through the whole thing. Yeah. So then that, that that's helpful. Um, and I just really like character creators in games. So that mixed with this whole sim aspect of your base, <laughs> mixed with the Final Fantasy Tactics sort of combat, just combined for a game made for me. And again, like I said I got it for, or it was included on PlayStation Plus one month, and I was like, holy fuck, this is the best fucking game I've ever played for free ever. So. It probably should be higher, but I'm going to put it number four. All right. Um, so what is your number three? And this is about where it was really hard for me to pick which one was number one. So these top three are really close in my mind. Gotcha. Um, number three, Metal Gear Solid 4. Okay. I know it's not a your style game, but I loved it. Um, I, I just love the, the overall story, even though... I don't know the best way to describe this. I know like the, people the not, overarching plots. Of yeah, like the, the twist, the the whole thing. Because I like my first game, not my first game, but one of the games I fell in love with the original PlayStation was Metal Gear, Metal Gear Solid, the first one, right. and I I loved it. It was fantastic, and then to see it on Met, uh, Metal Gear Solid Four because the uh, second and third weren't as great, and this one returned to form. Oh, it was. It was mind blowing, like the whole plot twist, the boss battles. You you play that game for the boss battles. You don't do it to sneak around and everything. You do it for the insane, right. insane boss battles. Right. It's kind of like in Final Fantasy. You don't play it for the turn based battles. You do the turn based battles and you see cutscenes. Yeah. Now it's kind of the and it, it is. It's, it's like so that. you can because I could put after I beat like an insane boss battle or whatnot. Put the controller I could put down. The controller down for like. 20 minutes at a time i'm like well, jesus i know and it's it's funny to me that like and i think back on this and that's why i'm like i probably would have enjoyed like anime as a kid and i would have enjoyed like the dragon ball z's and shit of the world but i just didn't have any i wasn't shown that shit so instead i had weird video games and i'm like i'll watch these cutscenes. this is a great story when really it's not like video games when you really look back the stories are kind of shitty it's just they were different than what you were Normally got to see, so you as a weird kid would be like, fuck yeah, yeah. or whatever. Um, Metal Gear Solid uh, 4, though, I've heard a lot of things about the game, of course. I mean, everyone fucking loves that shit. I've never, I played, I bought 2 and 3 on the Vita recently, like last year, in a little collection. I think I started 2. I want to say I bought 2 and 3. Two's okay. And three's better. Whichever if gonna... one starts off with, maybe I'm sorry, whichever, I think they put them in chronological order. I don't fucking know how it is, but they came in a package. The first mission, I'm crawling around on the fucking grass. So whichever game that is, and I don't understand what is fun about it yet. Now, like, I'll just crawl, and I'll get behind someone and try to choke him out, I guess. But, like, it's very minimalistic, the graphics, which I get that's the time. And there's not a lot of instructions on what I'm supposed to do. Yeah, so I'm there's a lot of like, figuring out unless you use, like, th- well, three, if they're doing it chronologically, then you're probably playing three first because it's kind of the backstory to Big Boss, which is Snake's D- DNA clone because Snake's a clone yeah, of yeah. Big Boss. I know there's there's clones and all kinds so of shit. So it's crazy shit happening. But three is his story, basically. So I'm tr- I've tried to start that. It just hasn't been amazing to me it's been kind of hard to get into 
but I might someday. And then I did try, what was it, Ground Zeroes? Yeah, Ground the one Zeroes. that came out before five or whatever as a prequel. And the reason I couldn't do that, because I, pu- I put a good like five hours into it, is their button layout is so different than every other video game that I just couldn't hit the right buttons. I was like, oh, this will jump. Nope. Oh, this whole attack. Nope. Yep. It, and, it's different. Um, And I couldn't actually, because I got Ground Zeroes as well, and I was like, man, this doesn't feel right. Um, because they gave it to us on PlayStation Plus. Right. I was like, sweet. And they even gave us Grant uh, Metal Gear Solid Five on PlayStation. I've wanted to Plus. try. I've heard that game is amazing. Even if you've never played any of the others, yeah, I heard. I've heard but, the same thing. I have, and I haven't gotten around to it. So, <laughs> I I need to be homework. playing it. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. My number three is gonna be kind of different than the rest of my list, but maybe not really. Um. I'm going with Fable Two. That's that's good. That's a good game. Um. I really enjoy Fable 1, 2, and 3. I enjoy all of them. I know a lot of people hate on 3 because you can beat it in 24 hours because I have. Um, I've fucking really dug that game. But Fable 2 is the best one. Um, Fable 1 had all this promise to it, and it was fun, but you were like, oh, it could be so much more. And it came out on Xbox, on Xbox 360. So, But Fable 2, I just remember getting that. Um, I had a 360 before I had a PS3, and then my 360s kept breaking. So I was like, just fuck it. I'm never going <laughs> to. I'm just done. And that's how I got away from Xbox. Uh, but I fucking loved Fable 2. Like, I played the fuck out of that game. You, you know, you could do multiple playthroughs mm-hmm. because you could go different routes. I think the combat was a little simple and the magic stuff was a little simple. It was definitely a westernized RPG. You know, like they did not go deep into shit as you would probably want them to. Like, you know, if you were going to go back and redo the game, I would want there to be so much more to it. But then again, that's kind of what like Bloodborne became, right? And shit like that. So, um, but Fable 2, I just fucking, I enjoyed that whole story. They built the whole world, you know, and the stories of. You know, one happened a thousand years before Fable Two happened, and you could find clues and shit hidden to it. And yeah, it, it kind of reminds me of an a little bit of an enhanced version of Dragon Age because I love Dragon Age. Yeah, um, so fa- yeah, Fable Two was great. The whole Fable series, I liked it. Yeah, um, it was a little more, I guess, immature and cartoony or mm-hmm. whatever. I guess, and so when I and I was younger when Fable 1 came out or whatever, so I guess that's why it always kind of just took me. But a lot of people I know just never played it also, and I'm like, what? How'd y'all not play Fable? It was like a fucking big old fucking deal. <laughs> um, anyway, big fan of that game. Um, I haven't played it in a long time, so I don't remember. I've played Fable 1 more recently because I got it on Steam one day for like a dollar, and so I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> and so I've played Fable 1 recently. Um, Fable 2 is probably the one I've played least recently, but I just remember liking it a lot, a lot at the time. Yeah. I, I feel that. All right, man. What is your number two? All right. Um, remember, these are just games I like. Doesn't mean <laughs> doesn't mean they're the best games ever. Um, even though I think it's your is, favorite, it is. It's the one I probably spent the most time playing. If I'm being honest, and that's Soul Calibur Four. It's All a right. fighting. It's a fighting game. Um, I think it's cool that you and Watt, for whatever reason, both like fighting games or can justify spending money on them. Yeah, I just can't. I just can never <laughs> lie. I'm like. Sixty dollars for that? Almost bought Mortal Kombat XL the other day. It was five dollars. I was like, am I gonna spend five dollars worth of time in it though? <laughs> Man, uh, Mortal Kombat was great. By the way, you should have bought it for five dollars. But I, I understand you, you don't. You don't. You don't play fighting games, and you I would play it a play. day. I would play like all day. Then be like, all right, well, that's five dollars worth right there. Might have been. Might have been. But anyway, so yeah, so caliber four. Um, it was just. The mechanics were great. The fighting system was great. You could, the characters were great. Everything about the game was great. Right. And like I said, I've spent. Which was this the, the one most that had time. like 
Darth Vader Yoda. It is. It, it's the one that Link. had yeah. It's the one that had Darth Vader Yoda, or maybe maybe Link and Spawn were the uh, other. One yeah, that before. was yeah that was the one before. But it had Darth Vader and Yoda and Star Killer, oh. um, which it was yeah. a fun take. Um, I didn't ever use Darth Vader was okay and Star Killer was insane if you could play with them. Right, but and that's the one from Force Unleashed. Yeah, okay. yeah. I like um, that game too. That yeah. was a very underrated. It was. Game. Uh, people people don't give it credit, but it was a good game. But anyways, yeah, Soul Calibur Four. Most of the character base was balanced. Like you couldn't do anything too busted, um, except with one character. But nobody could play with that character, anyways. Right, and that's the flexible fuck, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know Voto, this stuff somehow. Voto was crazy. Also, Cervantes is crazy. He's two swords shooting like a pirate. He's ridiculous, but. It's the game, like, you brought up Wyatt. Me and Wyatt, like, one of the first things that I knew he was going to be, like, one of my really good friends, we played this damn game hours upon hours, just beating the shit out of each other. Um, we ended up becoming really good. I was like, maybe we could be pros. We're going to be professional <laughs> soul caliber. <laughs> like, professional soul, like, get on this uh, pro league. Of course, back then, like, even five years ago y'all kids i don't know how it was back in the day back in the back in my day there were only 151 pokemon <laughs> that's right <laughs> but, uh yeah i mean i'm familiar with soul Calibur. i remember more of whichever one was in the arcade when i was in soul Calibur too um, yeah. and funny funny thing about that uh for my birthday let's see when i turned 21 my dad bought me the actual arcade Soul Calibur 2 game. Oh, that's awesome. So that was really cool. I, so we have that at his house where we could just fire it up and get on the joysticks. It's dope. That's super cool. Um, all right. My number two is probably the actual best game of the generation. Like from a non-favorite standpoint, just like if you had to be like for real about what was the best game that came out on these, which is going to be Last of Us. You put number two, Last of Us? Yes. So that's my number one. All right. That's my number one. Let's go ahead and get into it then. Um, It's fucking good. It's just so good. I will say, maybe the same. I'll say at least before the PS4, and honestly, there hasn't been great story games since then, so maybe it's the only one. It's the only game story that is on par with the best books or movie or whatever, I think. Yeah, it's so good. And this is even with it coming out. It has these characters uh, that are like zombies, but they're called something else. I don't remember what they're called at the moment. But it's like a fungi sort of scenario. Yeah, because you have clickers, you have... Yeah, they have some different names. But this is coming after like everyone was done with zombies. We're like, fucking stop with the zombies. And I I was kind of against this game, just hearing about it. And then it... Basically, the story is there's this guy named Joel. Um, you start off the game, and it's kind of a spoiler for the first minute of the game, but it's also the very first thing, so I feel like it's not a spoiler. No. Um, and his daughter gets killed during this whole outbreak of the fungal thing, and then it, like, fast-forwards 10 years later, and he is, like, a um, transporter, quote-unquote. Yeah, like, he moves shit across the country, and the package this time is this little girl, Ellie, because they think she may have a cure for the disease, and then you're on your journey to try to take her across the country, and it's done in, like, you don't actually go across the country, right? It's like set pieces. It's yeah. like an old-school linear game. Yes, yeah, it's actually done in, like, seasons. Like, yeah. oh, it's it's so, so good. Like, the way they constructed it, the voice acting in it, the... The fights, like, I mean, it was it was scary. Like, I remember going through like kind of an underground um, passage 
right. to get to like the main city. And it was full of like clickers and like the big, I forgot what they called the big ones. The but, bloater. The yeah, bloater, bloaters. Yeah, like there you go. The bloaters. And if you made like the noise, any kind of noise, you were basically instantly dead. Yeah. Um, it was just hard. So you had to sneak around, but there's places you couldn't sneak around. So you had to get creative, like throwing. You throw a bottle over here and they'll yeah, walk over yep, there. and throwing a bottle over there. And I, like, I don't like stealth games. So like I, I guess the important part about this being number two on my list is like, it goes against everything of what's like normally my favorite type of game. And then it's still like, it's that good. Yeah. And sure, the gameplay. I mean, I guess if you like Metal Gear Solid and stuff, that's like wrap your alley. To me, I was like, I don't know. I guess you're sneaking around and you're, you know, fight people's up. But that was just like what you had to do to get to the like next part for me as like my type of, you know, player or whatever. Now, I got pissed because I, I have it on the PS4 and I had it on the PS3 as well. On the PS4, I missed one fucking closet, so I missed that trophy, and it's the first one. And I'm like, am I really going to go back and play this game? And I might, or whatever. <laughs> uh, it It is one of those things you could play it just one time because it's like the story so impactful, and I could see never wanting to go back to it again. Like, yeah, I'm not I, I, I played it. Let's see. I played through it three times, twice on the PS3, and then when I got my PS4, it actually came with the game. Um, so I was like, "Fuck, I'm gonna play this game again." Right. I guess because yeah. it came with the DLC. Um, oh yeah, that's why I play on PS4 too. Yeah, so it I came with the DLC. And the DLCs like, were real fucking good. It is. So I, I started playing. And I was like, "Man, this game is awesome." I remember why I loved it so yeah. much. Um, <laughs> if you haven't played it, really good. I will say the most memorable moment for me and the thing that uh, I think anyone that plays over it, it's like you're in a school gym. And you have to turn on a generator, and it's the first time you see a bloater. Yeah, one of the only times because I'm not the top person to get scared playing video games. It's like a fucking game where I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> like because it's all dark, and you're like, you're cranking. It's like they yeah, and you make noise. No- they oh. use noise so well in that game because yeah, it's like do. so quiet, and you're like cranking this generator, and you're like, motherfucker, we're gonna get caught. <laughs> and you're like thinking this, and then all of a sudden. Fucking this huge giant motherfuckers right there waiting for you, right? Because you made all this noise and oh, it's just so fucking good. Oh uh, yeah, you had to be, uh, you had to be resourceful because you couldn't just waste bullet. Yeah, the game like- was very spar like sparse on bullets and yep. any kind of material, so it's not like you could go guns a blazing through the whole thing. You had to think about when you were ch- fighting your battles, right? And the ending's great. I'm not gonna and give it away, but the yeah, ending's great. Ending's fantastic. Now, Last of Us Two probably come out. I think it'll be on PS5. I don't think it's coming out on PS4, but. Rumor is it's going to be next year or the year after. So, Ah, oh, man. I mean, I think if it's a launch game for the PS5, that's awesome. That'd be the greatest launch game that's came out since Mario 64 or yeah. something like that. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're probably right, <laughs> so, but it's, oh, that game was fantastic. So, All right, and then my number one um, is going to be Oblivion. Oblivion, uh, of course. It, yeah, I knew you'd have one of them on here. I just didn't know where. <laughs> yeah, because um, I always do the argument over Skyrim versus Oblivion. I personally just... I just like Oblivion more. Um, now, Skyrim's dual wielding's cooler, having a magic in one hand and weapon other, way cooler. I get all that. But Oblivion, I just felt like it had more content. Um, I liked going into the Oblivion world, and you get the little fucking items to put on your weapons, and it was like you could enhance them way more than you could in Skyrim. Uh, you could create spells in Oblivion that were, like, way OP'd and shit. Yeah. And, but it was cool. Like, I don't know. You, it was OP, but you had to know what you were doing. You couldn't just fucking stumble upon it. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah, I see that. Um, and the, it was the last console game that I could think of that had an expansion pack. Maybe not. I mean, I'm sure something's come out with like a quote-unquote expansion pack, but that's how they sold it. It wasn't DLC. It yeah. was, you can go to the store and buy Shivering Isles, 
put it in your fucking <laughs> console, and it's going to download a whole other world that your character can now travel to. So I, don't know, I, I just put probably like 700, 800 hours into Oblivion. Jesus Christ. So, <laughs> across a couple save files. So with that in mind, I feel like it has to be number one. Um, really fucking liked it. Yeah. Hey, I don't fault you at all. Like I said, that was the same case for me on Soul Calibur 4, whether I thought that was – that should have been on my top five or not. I mean, it should have been because I played it the most. But. Right. Well, I mean, Oblivion was just also that game that got you through, you know, if you're ever depressed and you're like, you know, it's how my life was like, well, I'm just going to play some Oblivion. Keep on going. That's probably why my 360s kept fucking up. I played so much Oblivion <laughs> that it was just like no more. Um, but yeah, if you've only played Skyrim, you can get Oblivion on like Steam and on Xboxes have that backwards compatible shit. It's the only 360 game I still own. Uh, it's in my parents' house in a drawer somewhere. I guess I need to grab it. You're like, whenever, friends. whenever that cold rainy day comes, you're like, time to blow it off and play. Yeah. I also have a, a 360 at their house, but none of the controllers work. And then I forgot the 360s didn't auto have a Wi-Fi adapter. And so I can't get internet on. I'm like, oh, fuck this. And so I'm probably going to throw it away and keep the game, but. We'll we'll see what happens. I mean, if that game may be worth something later. I look at the games I have now, like for Nintendo and Super Nintendo. I'm like, this is a fucking, this is a seventy dollar game. I was like, why do people? Yeah, I've uh, so I've I've kept all of my games through like, like I said, through that generation. I've kept all my PlayStation games. I know where all those are at. PlayStation you must not have had like a million fucking co- cousins. Because what happened to me? Um, and my other cousins will know this as well, older and younger, I'm sure. Is once you got something new, all everyone's like, Well, you have to sell that to your younger cousin so and so, that and all your games, and you're like, What? And and that just happened. So like that's why I don't have a Super Nintendo. See, my dad Sega, didn't play that. N64. My dad didn't play that. He was like, We buying these games, like we play it because me and him played a lot. Right. And that's the difference um, is that your dad played. My parents Yeah. Most of my adults I know didn't much. Um I do have a Super Nintendo Classic. I don't know if you know that. Skull of Christmas is pretty fucking fun. Um, but it has led me to, I really want to go buy a 64 at this game exchange place. It's like 60 bucks. Yeah, it's. I'm about to say I have easy. a 64. Um, and, but the only reason I haven't yet is because I only want to buy it so I can get the game Ogre Battle 64. But it's like uh, super fucking <laughs> rare. And I'm going to have to go on eBay and spend like 100 bucks to get it. And I can just download an emulator because I've done it a million times. But the problem with the emulator is they don't make a controller like a Nintendo 64 controller. So you're all fucking trying to play it with an Xbox controller. And it's like you're looking crazy, like what your I controller diagonal. <laughs> I make the bumpers A and B and I make the face buttons the C buttons. Mm hmm. I think that's what I did last time. But then I kept forgetting when it's like hit A and I'd be like, oh, yeah, that's left bumper. Because w- why would you think that? Um, anyway, thought some whatever you said there reminded me of that shit. Um, all right. Honorable mentions. I'm sure we got a lot. I've already mentioned Skyrim. Uh, Fallout New Vegas. I've mentioned before. That's a, it was a very good game. See, I, I just had the bug ending glitch at the end. So. Yeah. I, that, I think that's what actually turned me off to Fallout because I played Fallout New Vegas and I didn't like it. Um, and I only... I mean, it's probably me not playing enough of it because I played like probably like 20 hours. I'm like, man, nah, I mean, I I'm just plenty. not feeling that's it. plenty. I mean, I I played Fallout 3 because I loved Oblivion so much. and Everyone's like, well, play Fallout 3. It's the best. And I played that game for like 15 hours. and was like, I don't get why this is fun. I just don't. And I understand it's like people love Fallout 3. They do. And then New Vegas, I got it on sale like in a $10 bin or some shit. And I loved it. I was like, this is great. So there was something about New Vegas I liked way more than three. Three was too sparse. I feel yeah, like. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't like three either. And uh, then four, I, I platinumed. 
Yeah. And I mean, <laughs> I remember when you, so you I were playing it. for. Uh, South Park Stick of Truth was another late game <laughs> PS3 game that's amazing. It is an amazing RPG game. If you like South Park, you got to check out South Park Stick of Truth. It is also on the PS4. Most of these games that are good are on the PS4, by yeah. the way. That's um, yeah, or there's a lot. Xbox One. Um, let's see. A few of my honorable mentions. I'm surprised neither of us said this in our top five, actually. Red Dead. It, it's on my honorable mention here, yeah. Um, and the reason is because Pow Wow liked it more than me. I never beat it. The original one, um, I just once I got past Mexico's part, I would always just get like, I'm done with this. I don't care anymore. Um, so there was something about that that I was like, well, I don't guess I loved it at that time. In hindsight, I look back on it like, oh, great story. And like when I just beat Red Dead Two, I've been like, oh, I want to go back and play one because I think John Marston's a better character and all that. So like, I love Red Dead, but I remember at the time being like pissy but i was pissy about red dead redemption 2 too there's something about the way rockstar games play that doesn't frustrate me yeah i i feel you uh, another one i know oh man <laughs> i know how you and powwow hated this game uncharted 2 or mm. uh, the uncharted series in general i've i've different takes now but yes uh, uncharted are great powwow hates uncharted 3 because powwow uh i when i got my ps3 repaired because this is what happened my wife now, or who is now my wife, was my girlfriend at the time, bought me a copy of God of War 3 Remastered from Hastings as a refight. You know, they were selling it, but it was one they rented, and they just peeled off the sticker, but it was still had sticky shit on it, and it got stuck in my system. Oh, no. And then I proceeded to get it out with a paperclip, which I did, but that paperclip was used in pipes in my house, so it had resin on it. Oh, so So then just... I got resin inside my <laughs> PS3, and then I had to send it in eventually because it quit reading disc. That's great. Your, and, your, yeah. your, your PlayStation got so big that it couldn't read disc anymore. And so that's really where the digital shit started coming up. Because I was like, well, hey. Who digital, knows when this will happen again? Because like, I was playing like just old PS1 classics before I was sending it in to get fixed because they were all digital or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Pow Wow at that time bought a PS3, came with Uncharted 3 while mine was getting fixed. And he beat it. I went home for a weekend and he beat it in that like 24 hours I was gone and he was so mad about that shit that I was like yeah man that does like I didn't play them until recently I bought the whole collection on PS4 I think I my opinion is just different than everyone everyone says 3 like 2's the best 3's almost as good and then 1's way behind no, I think 1's great I thought 1 was great cuz I got this funny thing I got 1 when I bought my PS3 I was like I never even heard of this damn game the first right. uncharted I was like what the hell is this I was like, I guess I'll play it just to see what it... I was like, fuck, this game's awesome. Right. So I thought one and two were really good. Three, there's just... I'm stuck at a mission that I just can't get... Like, I kept dying. And I know I could turn down the difficulty, but I refuse. Don't do that. Right? You're, you're cheating yourself. And so I just was like, well, then I won't play it. Because my whole <laughs> thing was like, I'll buy four if I enjoy the first three and beat them. That's like... The reason I haven't bought Dishonored 2, because I love Dishonored. And that, that's also my honorable mention here is because I bought Dishonored Remastered for PS4, haven't touched it, and I'm like, I can't buy Dishonored 2 until I beat Dishonored 1 That's on PS4. That's funny, I have Dishonored as well that I bought and I haven't touched it yet. <laughs> and I know it's good. I play. I, I fucking love that shit on the PS3. It was the reason my wife, I was like, hey, get rid of your CRT TV, because she bought it for me for like my birthday or something, and then I was visiting her because we lived separate at the time, and she had a CRT TV, and I couldn't read the text on the game that she bought me on that. And I was like, we can't do like <laughs> this. We, we got to get, get to the new age. Here. Right. And so <laughs> I got a new TV, gave her my old one. 
and then now I got them all eventually, but uh, that's what I had to do. Um, Journey, I think, is also a very great game good. Uh, for PS3. You can, I mean, like my wife beat it, right? And she's not a big video game player. She likes Pokemon, Sims, and Journey, I guess, are the three games she's played. And, you know, she had to pass me the controller anytime a, another person showed up because it, like, it'll pair you with a person online, yep. but you don't know who they are. And it, like, made her so nervous that she was going to ruin their game by being shitty that she would make me play it when someone else would pop up. But, we sit there just one day and beat it like in a day, like a 12 hour span or whatever. Um, she also beat a two player game with me called never alone. So I will also throw that one out there. Never a little Eskimo, a little Eskimo girl and a wolf. And you're like, it's a little two player platformer. It's fucking great. I about to say, I know, I, I know this game. It's, it's like really good for a two player game. And even like I said, she, I mean, it's like Mario, right? You're just running and jumping and shit and like team working together. But, there would be times where like i'd be trying not to get pissed right <laughs> i get her and she could tell so like it's a it's kind of dangerous it was, it but was, it's so I was about good to say it was a relationship builder exactly exactly mm, um let's see i got a couple more here i have call of duty modern warfare 2 i spent a lot of time on that game and it was the first time i was introduced to actually online play right i was like what it, what is this what yeah see i played um like Halo 2 was probably my first big online thing that I did back in the day. Actually, I'm sorry. Before that, that was console. Warcraft 3 was the, like, going online on Battle.net and fucking playing people. And that was, like, well, my see, shit. Yeah, Star, or Star, um, oh, man, I can't. Starcraft? Be- Starcraft. I can't believe I just blinked on that. Starcraft was the first one, yeah. like, on PC. I was like, oh, my God, this is great. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, the only one I have is Skate 2. I love skate the skate th- series, so I had to um, <laughs> include that as well. Yeah, I also have Assassin's Creed 2. It's, it was a great game. Um, see, I, I didn't Assassin's like the Creed. first one, and I didn't like the third one, but 2 just hit the right spot for me. Yeah, see, I've only played 3, and then Black Flag afterwards, and I didn't like 3 very much. Black Flag was okay. I've heard this new Assassin's Creed Odyssey game is like different than all the rest. Yeah, and amazing. I've heard the same thing. And Maybe I'm, one day when it's like 20 bucks, I'll get it. Exactly. I'm thinking. Once it's cheap, I'm going to get it. Yeah. And then there's another like kind of off-brand game. It's called Rainbow Moon. Um, I've, I've looked it on the Vita a million times, thought about buying it there. Oh, uh, man. I put a lot of time in that game. It's kind of like, um, I mean, it's not like... They have a like, new one called Rainbow Skies. I need to get that. <laughs> um... I mean, it has the same combat base as uh, Final Fantasy Tactics. Grid base, mm. uh, certain attacks would do go certain ways. Like, it's really fun. I had See, a, the had only a lot reason of fun. I haven't downloaded it because, like I said, I've looked at it many times on the Vita. I'll go in the store; they don't have a whole lot coming out these days. And I'm looking, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I could get that. Um, but it seems like there's some sort of like uh, you can do micro transactions in a system. Am I wrong on that? I mean, I've never used any. I okay. Just, yeah. I see. I, I just seem like I don't was, know if there's something that you can do, but I I didn't okay. use it. Because yeah, I was from whatever reason, fun. whatever I read, it made it seem like it's like you're gonna have to continue to play, pay money to keep going. And so I was like, well, I don't want to do that. No, not that's the reason I didn't. Yeah, not at all. Um, I mean, I bought the game and I just played through it naturally. Oh, sweet. I'm going to check it out because um, in the summers at my job, I get a lot of time to just play the Vita. <laughs> and so I always. Oh, yeah, it's a perfect Vita game. I could see that being good. All right, man. Um, That's all I have on my honorable mentions. That's that's it for me, too. All right. I think that one went pretty fucking well. Um, Anything else you need to get to before you get out of here? Um, I don't think I have anything. I mean. All right. We'll try to get you on sometime sooner. I've been trying to plan people out, but I honestly after next week, I don't have plans for anyone else being on. And next week, I still think might fall through. 
because I'm just nervous the person's not going to show up. Um, so we're going to see, but someday we'll have you back on, of course. That's and cool. I I'm think you need there. to check out our music episodes that have our rap songs. Not all rap songs, mostly rap songs. I think you would enjoy it. Yeah, well, I mean, you told me recently that it was on Spotify. This is true. And that's a big plus to me because I listen to Spotify all the time. Yeah. Well, so I can just download it off there. And I'm actually going to, going to head to the city today. So um, my phone's kind of at crap right now, but I can still download everything and listen to it. Right. So... I yeah, think that's uh, what I might do. We did get on Spotify. It's been pretty cool. Um, and we're on pretty much, I think, most everything else. If there's anything out there that anyone listening thinks we're not on, we should be on. Let me know. I'll fucking work on it. Um, but again, no one emailed us this week. Uh, so people fucking email if you made it this long. And don't forget the secret word is dope. And uh, just share that shit. Uh, the link with the word dope. You could even say the podcast is dope. You know, that would make sense. And then, again, uh, make sure I know if you can just screenshot that shit and email it to me so I can make sure to enter you and however many chances to win because you'll have a chance every week until March 1st um, to win a fucking half that I'm about to go take a picture of after this and post on fucking Twitter and Facebook. That's awesome. All right. Peace, man. Peace. Peace.